It's Friday night. And time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, once again, it's Friday night, and uh, we're fortunate again to have Coach Clark and Coach Wietrich up here with us. Guys, it's been a long road trip. It seems like we've been on the road forever, and it's really good to be back at home tonight. Uh, you know, Coach uh, Clark, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about last week's game against Salina Central, and, uh, and then we'll chat with Coach Wietrich about, uh, about the same thing and uh, what he faced with them offensively. But uh, talk to us about uh, how the game film broke out uh, after the ball game. Usually I start off with special teams, so I'll talk about special teams right now. Um, you know, I, we, we did get a kickoff return that, that got back to the 50 with, with our ones. Uh, I think that was the only kickoff return we did. Uh, punt return, um, Slant Central gets into a formation that I, we, we felt like we could get some big punt returns in, and uh, um, we kind of slipped up there. We, we, we worked on it a lot this week, so hopefully we got better in that phase. I, I think our kickoff team did a fairly good job. There was one time they got a got a de- decent return because we had one guy uh, out of spot. But uh, um, for the most part, I thought special teams did a good job. Uh, we, we are going to get better. Uh, one thing I did t- talk to the team about was, you know, um, we, we usually have a pretty good offense. We usually have pretty good defense. But uh, we're usually really dominant in the special teams because we take a lot of pride. We practice a lot in special teams. And uh, I just haven't got that feeling yet each game. I, I, I don't feel like we're dominating the special teams. So we spent a lot of time. We did some uh, um, mixing kids around, uh, you know, a couple kids. We had a couple starters that weren't given 100% effort, um, you know, on, on certain special teams. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not something you do at Derby to be on special teams. It's a privilege to be on special teams. We call it our top 11. So uh, so if they're not going to take pride in special teams, we're going to find some kids that we got enough of them, find some kids that take take pride in special teams and are, are talented. So uh, that's, that's special teams. And uh, offensively, uh, you know, I, I thought Grant played a heck of a game. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure too many reads. There was a couple passes that that he he knew he wish he he could have had back. But you know when you're 16 for 21, I mean that's that's five with a couple drops there too. So uh, um, I mean he he could almost been perfect if 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 we were able to you know if he would have had a couple plays back and he knew what he did wrong. But uh, I mean when you're 16 for 21 throwing for 320 yards, uh, that's that's a pretty good night. And uh, we we didn't run him much. Uh, we I, I didn't think we had to. They were low in the box the whole time. They were rotating safeties down. So we were like, we're just going to keep passing on these guys until they quit doing that, until they sit back and pass coverage. Well, they never did, so uh, so we kept passing. Uh, Trey had a big game running the ball. Um, we did run the ball a little bit. Um, I thought our receivers gave really good effort. Uh, there, there was a couple times. First, first week, it, it could have been the first week jitters. It could have been being out of shape. I, I felt like our receivers weren't going 100%. Uh, this, this week, I, I felt like it may not have looked like they were going 100% because they met, might have been, you know, tired or something like that. But I felt like they were get, give a good effort blocking, and obviously, um, they did a good job receiving too. I mean, we had I think six guys with catches, which, which was awesome. And then again, Trey, Trey did a good job running the ball. Um, offensive line wise, there was a lot of positives but there was a lot of negatives too that uh, you know early on the season uh, 
if if we compare our offensive line right now to where we were in week 13 last year, it's it's you know way way far away. But if we compare our offensive line where we are now to where we were week two last year, uh, it's pretty comparable. So as long as these guys keep making strides, we're pushing them. We we hope we continue to get better. Um, that's that's one part of our game that I feel like there is a lot of improvement to get done with. So uh, um, you definitely haven't, uh, hopefully you haven't seen the best offense yet. You know, I, I think we, we've made strides this week in practice and uh, hopefully tonight we can show something. Yeah, on the, uh, the defensive side of the ball, I mean, one thing that, that I was kind of impressed with or I was really, I was proud about with the guys on defense is, you know, the mistakes we made week one, we had, there was definite improvement to week two. I mean, we cleaned up a lot of stuff in week one, and I thought our guys did a great job of taking coaching, taking film, and talking about all the stuff we worked on through the week to get better in individual drill and all that stuff. We saw a definite improvement um, in game two on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, that being said, you know, there's still, there's a lot of stuff we can get better at, there's a lot of stuff we can clean up, but uh, our D-line, um, Dorsey, Smith, Archer, those guys did a really good job as far as cleaning up the stuff, the mistakes they made game one. They made it really hard on the offensive line for Lions Central, and it starts with those guys. I mean, rushing-wise, we did a really good job defending the rush um, against the line of Central, which made them kind of one-dimensional. They had to pass. They, they resorted to basically, you know, pass and screen game on us, um, and with that, you know, our backers did a good job. Um, we definitely, I think we can improve in the secondary. They, they, had some, they had some passes on us. They got some yards in the air on us. Uh, that's kind of what I challenged our secondary this week is, uh, you know, yeah, we're, we're stopping the run. They're going to throw. Let's, let's go out there and let's go, st let's go shut down the pass and stuff like that. So uh, they're responding well to it. Um, they're excited about tonight. They're excited about taking on Newton. And um, they definitely know that if uh, the Newton pass game is Newton's going Newton's to take us, to, take us in, the, in the pass game, they're going to throw the ball up and they're, they're pumped up. So, um, yeah, I thought, I thought our defense did a great job improving from week one to week two. And I hope we can keep going tonight. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned something when you were talking about the offense that kind of triggered something in my little pea brain anyway. Uh, you talked about the uh, uh, shape of the team. Do you guys work on that every every week, every night, or just the flow of practice is how you get the guys in shape? You know, I grew up um, playing high school ball. Never, never played anything. I guess played middle school ball, but we always did crossfields after practice. You know, but we did a lot of team. We did a lot of team. Huddle up, call the play, look at the scout card, ready break. Jog, you know, you, you get yelled at if you didn't jog out to, to your position or whatever, you know, and run the play, come back, huddle up, take a 40-second break, get the play, boom, another play. You know, probably a play a minute back then uh, when, I, when I played. K-State, when, when I played at college, same deal. Huddle up, call the play, but practices were longer. They were about three hours long. You know, and then we would run cross fields every day after practice at, at, in college. Uh, in high school, too, we'd run cross fields until latter part of the season. Uh, we have not yet ran a cross field. Uh, we've had some kids do some up downs because of disciplinary issues, but uh, we have not yet run a cross field. Uh, our tempo and practice, we've even cut back practice, like I said, said last week. We've cut back our long practice. Our longest practice before was two hours. And coaches from other teams thought that was really short practice, you know, when they're going two and a half, three hours uh, on long days. Uh, we've cut our practice back to an hour and 40. And we told our kids, if you can get done 
stuff that we got done in two hours and an hour and 40 minutes we'll call practice you know i think our last wednesday practice was about an hour and 48 minutes uh probably one of the longest practices we've had but uh we're, we're going high tempo uh quick tempo on offense you know as as we're running an offensive team against a defensive scout team we, we've got 20, 25 minutes running that, and, and we'll get off 60 to 65 plays. I mean, it's nonstop. We we have kids about ready to, to puke. I mean, we got kids. Um, we're pushing them to their limits. And we, we talked about it at Wednesday at practice. We talked about, you know, your body's getting tired, but don't let, let your mind shut down. Don't, don't let your mind tell your body, okay, it's all right to be tired. Keep pushing through it because it was warm this week. Uh, this is probably one of the last weeks where it's going to be really warm. We said, if you can push through this week, uh, next week's going to be easier. Then the next week's going to be easier. And if, if it all plays out like it has uh, the last five or six years, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we've been taking breaks about every 10 to 12 plays. And that's just nonstop. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, that's conditioning. But uh, we'll, we'll get towards the end of the season where we're going 36 plays in a row at a high tempo and our kids aren't even gassed. So we're going to use that to our advantage, but we get the most out of practice. Our even individual periods are high tempo. We're going quick. We're giving kids water breaks and we're coming back. And then we're just going 10 minutes, just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. So there's really no need to, to condition the kids after practice as long as they go hard during practice. Coach, I'm going to stick with you real quickly. Uh, you know, talk to us about you. You're the special teams guy. I mean, you, you talk about special teams. We got a new kicker this year and, uh, you know, that's a big deal in Derby is our, is our kicking game. Talk to us a little bit about uh, him and uh, how he's progressed this season. Well, we've got a couple kickers. I think that first game you saw three guys kick off. Um, we had uh, Adler, Knox, and Simmons uh, kick off. Uh, uh, Simmons is a soccer player. Um, he's a really good soccer player, plays varsity, comes out, you know, uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays after practice and kicks with us. And, uh, um, it's the first time we've ever allowed that to happen, but he's doing a great job. He's just a sophomore. Um, he's in zero hour. He's lifting hard. I'm, I'm excited to have him in the offseason because right now he's not kicking off because he's not kicking as far as, as Knox or, or Grant. But uh, um, he, he's doing a great job. He doesn't kick with the, anything underneath it. He kicks from the turf just like college guys. I, I think if he keeps developing, I mean, he's going to have uh, he's going to have a couple scholarships when it, uh, by a senior year when it comes to kicking, as, as long as he keeps going to zero hour and getting leg strength and stuff like that. And I'll tell you what, a great kid, great kid. Uh, Coach Burke is awesome for allowing him to to come out and, and kick with us, and uh, it's 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 pretty awesome the uh, the connection our soccer team and our football team has. You know, you always you always hear the schools that the soccer team and football team they always fight and stuff like that. Our our kids love each other. It's it's just something in the water at Derby right now that that. It's a, a big culture thing that Mr. Hamill's doing. But anyways, uh, then we got Grant kicking off. Uh, I'll tell you this this much. Week one when Grant was kicking off, he couldn't kick it 20 yards. Uh, and then he kept practicing and practicing, and we kind of called him out, made fun of him a little bit. And then uh, all of a sudden the next week he's, you, you know, really dialed in and kicking it, you know, out of the end zone and stuff like that. So he's doing a good job. Then all of a sudden came Tanner Knox. Uh, no clue that he could kick, but Tanner Knox is one of the best athletes on our team. I mean, he can almost do anything. He's a good running back, good receiver obviously safety corner he could play linebacker for us uh we asked him or he just started kicking one time we're like holy cow it, you ever been a kicker he's like no not really and then uh, he's kicking in the end zone too so i mean this is the first time we've ever had three guys that can kick which is pretty awesome to have 
Coach Wietrich, the defense pitched their first shutout of the season. How was practice this week uh, coming off that shutout? It must have been a little more enthusiastic, I would think. Yeah, they're they're definitely pumped up about the shutout. I mean, there's no doubt that you're always going to be excited when you got a goose egg up there and there's no points from the offense and you have really good stats as far as rushing and uh, stopping the run in high school football. Um, you know, one thing I really stressed this week was was definitely uh, you know they were they were excited. I definitely was trying to make sure that we stay we stay humble and we stay on top of them. And one thing too we really stressed, and I think the guys got it was when our twos came in, we're not easing up. You know the expectation in our twos is that you go out there and play defense the way Derby plays defense. So uh, some of those two guys got in. I think some of them thought we'd kind of relax and just. Uh, you know, ride the clock out. No, we were coaching them up. We're getting after them. I mean, I mean, uh, I was getting after him. Coach Clark's yelling at him. I mean, we're, we were, <laughs> of course he was, right? So uh, our twos were getting coached up, you know, just as hard as we expected our ones. I think that was, that was a good thing. We went into meetings this week. And we talked about it. I was like, hey, I mean, we expect anyone we put in. If we put you in, we trust you to play derby football. You know, and, and we're going to hold you accountable to that to that standard, and that's something that uh, that we talked about, and hopefully understand for understand is a good lesson for us on that deal. But yeah, pumped up, excited, definitely glad that our guys got it done. I was, I was like I said earlier, I'm proud of the improvements our defense made, and uh, anytime you get a shutout, you know, wins are tough, right? So uh, we're always going to celebrate those victories. Let me tell you a little bit bit about our defense. I know Coach Wietrich doesn't like to brag on his defense too much, but uh, negative six yards rushing uh, the whole game. Okay, that's that's even with the twos in. And in our ones went one series, three plays into the into the third quarter and they were done the rest of the time. So that, that says a lot about our twos. I mean, they went hard. Negative six yards rushing. That that's that's pretty impressive. And a goose egg. And you gotta realize whenever we put our twos and threes in, uh 99% of the time, we're getting their ones to get a little confidence up. So, I mean, if, if our, our twos were able to shut down their ones and make them punt, that, that, that says a lot about our, our guys that are ready to, to step in and, and play either next year or the next year or even when somebody gets injured right now. But uh, um, And then it showed again on Monday in JV. You know, our, our, our JV team, I think it was 58-6 to six at halftime, and Salina Central decided to go home at halftime. So uh, they, they got a couple injuries, so they decided they, they couldn't play. But 58 to six at halftime, and um, we we were we had twos and threes and JV in you know in the, in the second quarter just playing and get a lot of time. So uh, I'll tell you what, our our defense we we got some guys you know waiting in the wings that all they need is about 20 pounds and another year in the weight room they're going to be pretty special. Guys, we uh, again are happy to be home tonight. We play Newt, and uh, Coach Clark talked to us a little bit about what we expect to see from them on on your side of the ball, and we'll talk to Coach Wietrich about his side. You know, Newton, uh, they they do a kind of an unconventional four man front uh, uh, for uh, on, on their defense that they'll stand up their ends, so it looks like they've got two two guys with their hands in the dirt and everybody else kind of reading the backfield and stuff. But, uh, you know, they did this last year, and then last year they put their hands in the dirt and they had four, so uh, four D linemen. So we're not sure what we're going to get. Uh, last year they switched a lot of stuff up from, from the week prior to, to what we got. But, uh, um, you know, we've got two weeks of film on them, 
and uh, we're expecting we practice against everything this week. We practice against a 3-3, a 3-4, a, a bare front, a 4-3, a 4-2. I mean, we practice against every front that, that we could, so our offensive line knows exactly who to, uh, who, who to block. But uh, um, they, they, they've got some linebackers that fly around. They've got two big defensive ends that they kind of read the backfield and get a, get, get a little flow, which is a little unconventional. So it's so a lot of our option stuff that we do. It's going to be hard to get to the edge. Uh, so, so we got to kind of change up our game plan a little bit, and then, uh, then they like to play really soft uh, with their safeties and corners, just not to give up the big play. You know, they they figure if you keep keep going, they'll, they'll make us make a mistake underneath and uh, they force us to punt. So, uh, they they have a good strategy on defense, and uh, it's a little unconventional, but uh, um, I think our kids had a decent week of practice, and uh, hopefully, we can we can take care of business. Okay, uh, offensively, Newton. I mean, they're. Uh... I think they so what they've shown so far they're a spread attack. I mean they do a good job in the in the quick passing game and they got the, they got some zone stuff. They might give us some fits. They got the you know, off a of zone. They have some RPOs, um, but they also like to throw the ball deep. I mean they're going to challenge you all across the field. They're going to make you defend the whole field. Um, so offensively uh, tonight against us, we got to make sure that we're locked in at all levels. You know we got we got to stop the run first, and then if if they start doing some uh, if they start throwing the ball, we have to make sure our DBs are locked in and the secondary, our eyes in the right spot. We're being disciplined and we're we're, we're finding our receivers. And we're making plays on balls. If, the, if that ball gets in the air and uh, you know for deep balls, we got to be in a good position to make plays. A quarterback, um, is a pretty athletic kid, pretty athletic kid. He's got pretty good arm. Uh, there's times on film where he's, uh, you know, off his back foot, not stepping into it, throwing some pretty good deep balls. So um, our guys are going to get challenged vertically. Uh, so we have to make sure that on the back end we're ready to go. So um, O-line, too. Their O-line, I think it averages like 250 pounds across the board. So I mean, it's, I think it's bigger than we were last year. So we are we're definitely – we're not – we're, we're gonna be ready to go if we don't if we don't uh, take these guys seriously and we don't give them hope. It could be it could be a long night for us. So we gotta make sure defensively we're locked in, ready to go. Coach, uh, it didn't look like we had a bunch of injuries, but uh, as as we like to ask uh, on Friday nights, how's our team health going into tonight's game? You know, we did get a little banged up. I, defensively, I think think we're all right. Are, are we, Coach? Uh, um, offensively, uh, Kevin Washington sprained his ankle. He did go back in, and uh, uh, then it swelled up. It's almost more in his foot. I mean, nothing's broke. Nothing's uh, nothing's too too torn up, but it's still swollen and stuff. And I, I don't think you'll see him tonight unless there was a miracle that just happened the last 20 minutes since we've been talking but uh and then Jacob Carsack got banged up uh one of his big catches out of the end zone the about 40 yard catch that he had um kind of came down on his elbow wrong and uh he's fine uh, we texted him Sunday see uh, last Sunday and said hey are we going to be able to be able to incorporate you next next week or uh do we got a plan uh to not go go with you and uh he said coach if i had to play today i'd play for you so i'll, I'll be good and uh, he's hurting but but he's he's a tough kid and he's gonna he's gonna go through the pain and uh um that's kind of derby football right there you know but but rex said he's good to go we got a brace on his elbow and uh i i, I think he'll be all right uh jv game got a little banged up so our our depth kind of kind of went down a little bit uh conley hamlin broke a uh, his collarbone, and then we had a, a White Jackson kind of sprain his ankle. So uh, the, some of those guys are, are twos and, and backups. So now we're going to have to have other backups. So uh, um, for the most part, we're healthy, but uh, it's, it's football season and kids get banged up, and that's kind of our mentality. Next man up. Guys, once again, I know it's crowded tonight. It's military appreciation night. Uh, good luck. Let's bring home a win. Thank you. The Derby Recreation.
Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sport leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Gonna get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start. Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com Live from Derby Panther Stadium, it's time for Derby Panther Football. Sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Center Care Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, Radio Shack of Derby, the Derby Informer, Express Water and Hardscapes, Biddles Automotive, Pizza John's, El Paso Animal Hospital, Derby Plaza Theaters, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, D&B Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, and Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. And now with tonight's play-by-play. Here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with uh, Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action between the Newton Railers and your Derby Panthers. Uh, Kevin, we made it We made it to Derby in one, one fell swoop, so we're back home, and, uh, you know, I think the kids are glad, and I know we're glad to be back in Derby. Well, Doyle, tonight is Military Appreciation Night. We just saw the band playing all the military fight songs, and it, it, it's a tradition here to have that. We're very close to McConnell Air Force Base, so really cool night tonight uh, for that. First home game of the season. I know you and I were very excited when we pulled in the parking lot to be here. It's uh, 78 degrees at kickoff with a wind out of the southeast about 14 miles per hour. Yeah, but, you know, it, it could be twice as much wind and twice as hot. We're home, and that, that's what matters, I think. Well, Doyle, tonight uh, Newton comes in uh, with uh, Coach Chris Zacks. His fourth season, uh, you know, currently record is 7-22, and 22, so it hadn't been a real successful season or, or career for the Railers. Uh, last year uh, they lost in the 5A playoffs to Bishop Carroll 40-34. to 34. You and I talked a little bit about that. Yeah, that, that was quite a surprising score. I, I, I picked it up off the Internet, and uh, uh, I checked three or four sources because it just seemed out of this world that they would hang in there with Bishop Carroll. But that just tells you they were a whole lot better at the end of the season than when they started out. Uh, last week, Newton uh, beat campus 27-24 in double overtime. In that win, Newton had 410 total yards of offense, 115 on the ground, 295 in the air, 
while allowing campus 335 yards, 197 rushing and 138 passing. So this is a Newton team that uh, we expect to come in throwing the football tonight out of a spread offense. Yeah, and, and that, that's exactly what Coach Jack's been trying to run since, since he's got there. But, you know, I don't know when he first got there if he had the right personnel. Now he's starting to get the right personnel, and, and, and we're seeing a little bit of success out of Newton. Well, this is a new team that returns eight starters on that offense, and uh, you're, they're led by quarterback Ben Schmidt, a 6'1", 175-pounder. Uh, last week he threw for 295 yards in that double overtime win. You know, So we know this guy's going to throw the ball. He's got a, a capable running back in 5'9", 185-pound Kenyon Forrest. So we'll see what uh, how they come out, but we expect them to come out throwing. Oh, yeah. We, I, I suspect they're going to be setting up. The pass is going to try to set up the run. I, I can't imagine it being the other way around. That's usually the way it works traditionally, but uh, I think they're going to come out throwing and, and to try to set up their running game. Well, the receivers tonight, uh, you expect Austin Wonder, a 5'10", 150. guy I look at is Braden Botterweck, a 6'4", That might pose a little bit of a challenge for the Panthers. Uh, He's, he, uh, you know, six four is pretty pretty good. Uh, Peyton Maxwell six foot one seventy, and Josh Edison six one one eighty. And they, you know, offensive line wise, you know, I, I guess we were spoiled that first week because everybody out there was three hundred pounds. But these guys have some good size going to two twenty, two fifty, two eighty. I mean, you know, high school athletes are no longer the guy out there that's one hundred eighty five pounds. They're putting on some size. Yeah, they are. And and these guys are like you said, they're not quite as big as what we faced the last two weeks, but. You know, you don't have to be big. You get around 210, 215, and you're athletic. You can handle, hang with anybody. Now, it's a defense that uh, returns five starters from last year. They allowed 34 points a game in 2018. I know that's something they're wanting to build on. Uh, you know, Coach Jacks told us a little bit ago that he's probably going to stay in the 4-3 defense tonight. And he goes, you guys know me. I'm going to have to mix things up. And he says, I know against Derby, I can't stay in a traditional defense. So going to be interesting by his comments what he means. Yeah, you bet. And uh, he, he's he's definitely going to try to he's definitely going to try to trouble our offensive linemen uh, with his defensive front. Uh, defensive line starters again, not real big. Jody Perry, six one two zero five. Davis Mick, five ten two ten. Daniel Parga, five ten two twenty. And Drake Henrik at five eleven one ninety five. You know, that goes back into that more athletic defensive line that uh, that we're starting to see. Yeah, and, and you got to – yeah, they're going to be athletic because they're not huge. So we're going to have – we might have our hands full. Our bigger guys may not be able to keep up with some of these uh, defensive uh, smaller back, guys. Defensive backs-wise for Newton, again, you kind of look at mismatches. I mean, these guys aren't big. Colin Saucita at 5'9", 140. Joshua Edison, 6'1", 180. Henry Klassen, 5'10", 185. I mean, these are guys again that are going to have to go up against uh, guys like KB and Walker that are a good six foot four. Yeah, and 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 among you know, Jacob Karzak, he's over six foot tall. So so they'll have their cut, uh, they'll have their stuff cut out as well. Well, last week the Panthers, uh, we we went down to Salina, we beat Salina Central forty nine to nothing. Uh, Doyle in that in that win Derby again tallied up a lot of yards, five hundred nineteen total yards, two hundred one of it on the ground, three hundred nineteen in the air. You know, you, you can't be too uh, upset if you were Coach Clark about that offensive performance. Oh, no. Uh, I I don't know how you could be, but uh, I know Coach Clark's probably got some things up they've had to fix this week. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good performance by the offense. Well, I think the one thing Coach Wiedrich talked about a little bit when he was up here was, you know, minus six yards of rushing is what the defense gave up, gave up just 114 in the air. And, well, this was a group that we went to a running clock early in the second half, so. You know, a lot of that yardage that you saw was scored against some of the reserve Panthers. So 
you know, defensively, we really pitched a, a good ball game. Was, that, yeah, that, that was that was the defense played better in game two than they did in game one, and this is game three, and I look for a bit of an improvement tonight. Uh, rushing wise, Trey Washington had a good night last week. Fourteen carries for 136 yards, three touchdowns. Grant Adler lights out throwing the football. He was 16 for 20, 318 yards and four TDs. And 615 for 20 is amazing that you figure that a couple balls were dropped. So, you know, Grant could have uh, even had a better night. Yeah, and, and then you look at the receivers, six different receivers. That's almost unheard of in high school to have six different receivers. Usually if you got one or two that you really cover, you got to cover all six of these guys or, or they're going to eat you up. Well, that's Trey Washington coming out of the backfield. He had a catch and a touchdown. Reed Liston, who's supposed to kind of be a, a main backup, but we know Reed can play anywhere on the football team. Kavion Walker, our big uh, six foot four guy, Jacob Karsak, Gavin Sims, Kyle Larson. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And I'm sure when Adler looks out there, he feels pretty comfortable knowing he's got those guys to throw to. Oh yeah, the, you can't you can't just lock up on one because the other five are going to get to you. Starting for Derby tonight on offense. On the offensive line, senior Alex Kahn, 6'6", 280. Sophomore Jonas Vickers, 6'1", 285. Starting for Washington at center, sophomore Dylan Kahn, 6'1", 285. Senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280. And sophomore Alex Key, 6'1", 225. Tied in is senior Jacob Karzak, 6'2", 205. Wide receiver, senior Kavion Walker, 6'3", 220. Wide receiver, Junior Davin Sims, six foot one eighty, and senior Aaron Larson, five eleven one seventy. Your quarterback, senior Grant Atler, six three one ninety, and the starting running back, junior Lim Wash, five nine one eighty five. Also seeing a lot of action will be Reed Liston and Trey Washington on the defensive side of the ball. On the defensive line, senior Daniel Archer, six foot two thirty, senior Tyler Dorsey, six two two forty five, and senior Seth Smith, five eleven one ninety five. Your linebackers. Inside linebacker, senior Trayvon Morrison, 5'10", 185. Junior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 185. Outside linebackers, junior Colson Searing, 6'1", 200. And junior Luke Stewart, 5'11", 190. Your corners are, are senior Terry Ginyard, 5'9", 155. And junior Amare Ramirez, 5'9", 175. Your safeties are junior Tanner Knox at 5'11", 175. And senior Liddell Clemens, at 6-1-180. Those are your offensive and defensive starters for the Panthers in tonight's ballgame. Well, Doyle, uh, Derby won the toss, and uh, kind of uncharacteristic, they elected to receive. So, uh, Derby, I believe, uh, if I saw right, there was so much commotion going out there, I think Derby will defend the north end zone, but uh, will receive the football to start Military Appreciation Night. Yeah, Derby's in their white helmets and white pants with their camo jerseys, and actually, Kevin, that looks pretty good. Oh, it looks great. The crowd here tonight is uh, is fantastic. First home game of the season. Temperatures are in the uh, upper 70s. I mean, why wouldn't you be out here for uh, your home 6A state champions uh, from last year? Well, it looks like we're going to defend the North goal. That's where it looks like the uh, receiving team is setting up, and uh, Newton will defend the South goal. Again, Newton's 1-1. One one. They're coming in here off a double overtime win over uh, Wichita, or excuse me, Hayesville campus, and then I believe it's 27-24 was the final score, and uh, so they're coming in a little in a little bit better shape than they did last year. I think last year they were 0-2 coming into this game, but at least they've got one win under their belt. Well, and I think if you're Coach Jacks, you got to come into tonight's ball game and you got to say, hey, we, we we don't want Derby to get ahead of us early. I mean, that's kind of a 
a thing that's happened here lately. Panthers score two or three touchdowns, and the momentum just goes out of your sail, and that's what they've got to do. And, and it's obvious that Coach Clark's saying, give me the football, I'm going to go down and score. It looks like back deep is uh, for Derby is Sims, and it looks like Lim Wash on the near side. Kicking off for Newton, Joshua Edson. And here we go. Kind of a very short kick picked up at the 25. Looks like Ginyard. Lim Wash. He's broke open 30, 20. Touchdown Panthers. Maybe that was, that might have been Lim Wash. Lim Wash. And I'll tell you what, Doyle, Lim Wash is our quarterback, and I and you saw it as well as I did. Lim caught the football, ran over a couple of guys and bounced out, took it to the house. Lim Wash is not your typical return guy slash quarterback. Well, I, I made a mistake. I thought number eight was back deep, and it was Ginyard number three, and when Wash picked that thing up. I thought that has to be Ginyard, but no, it was Lim Wash. They he took it from about the 25 into the end zone, virtually untouched, with the exception of a couple of Wash initiated uh, contact. Well, Lim Wash is listed at five nine one eighty five. Doyle, I've seen him in the gym. That kid's got to be closer to two hundred pounds. He's just a, a tremendous athlete. Simmons on for the extra point. And it's good. You know, something I want to make note about with Sims, and, and I thought this, but I never really looked that close, that he doesn't use a T for extra, for extra points. Yeah, you're, you're right. He can't, you can't uh, – you don't see that a whole lot in high school, and, and he's doing that. He's a guy that plays soccer too, one of the first, I believe, the first that's ever done that in Derby. That they, they, Coach Burke was like nice enough to say, hey, you know, I know you're going to play soccer for me during the week, but you're going to slip down and play some – Friday night football, and I know the coaching staff's been pretty pleased with it. 11 seconds into the game, Panthers lead 7-0. Well, we got a minute. Let's give some results from last week. Uh, Dodge City 45, Salina South 7, Newton 27, Campus 24, Bishop Carroll 55, Wichita Heights 12, and Mays 55, Hutchinson 14. Those were results from last week, and obviously the Panthers beat Salina Central 49-0. to Well, Doyle, if you're uh... – if you were Coach Jacks, that was the last thing you wanted to do. I just got done saying it. Don't let Derby jump on you early. And, you know, we've got, uh, what, 11 seconds gone from the ball game, and uh, Panthers lead 7 to nothing. Well, you you got to kind of wonder if that was a strategy. Don't kick it deep. We'll kick it short. Take our ch- Well, they kicked it short to the wrong guy. And uh, he showed a lot of speed. And, and like you said, he's a quarterback, and he, he likes contact. Absolutely. Adler to kick off. High end over end, not very deep. Going to be taken at about the 16 or 17. Hit immediately. Brought down at about the 25. I think that's Tanner Knox on the tackle. Doyle, he just came in and torpedoed the guy, took his legs out, and uh, Panthers, uh, Coach Clark talked about that to us up here a little bit, uh, special teams, and that they need to pick up the pace a little, and uh, Tanner Knox just did that. Panthers lead 7-0, 11.45 left, just started the ball game. 75-yard kickoff return by Lim Wash. Quick pass to the outside, caught. Going to pick up 7 or 8 on first down. Yeah, that's how you you play a, a defense like that. You've got to hit the quick hitters. you got to look for screen passes, quick hitters over the middle, and that's how Newt comes out firing. Well, Smith's 
got a pretty good arm, and I believe he's just still an underclassman. Yeah, he's he's just a junior. He's in in the backfield with him is Kenyon Forrest. Second and one. Panthers just jumped offside. It's going to be first down. Newton. Yeah, we had two guys uh, jump offsides. We had that uh, last week. I think we had three or four encroachment penalties. So something the Panthers got to watch is that hard count. Going to be first and ten now from the thirty. Looks like the thirty-nine yard line for Newton. Again, Panthers lead. Seven zero. Trips to the near side for Newton. Forrest and Smith in the backfield. We jumped again. It, it looks like. Uh, that's a, you know, Coach Clark's going to have a talk with him. He's one of our better defensive linemen, but uh, two jumps in a row, they're going to, you know, hey, calm down, get your nerves in check, and uh, I guarantee you he'll be back in the ball game quickly. So it's first and five now out to the 44 of Newton. They give it straight ahead to Forrest. He gets a couple on first down that's going to be second and short. Uh, nothing fancy on the play. It was just a run straight up the middle, and uh, it's going to bring up second about uh, four for the uh, railroads. Single wide out far side, twins to the near side. Panthers up in press coverage. Now we've got a check with me on the sideline looking for the play to be called. This is very similar to how the Panthers run their offense. That's the way of the world with the spread. Quick pass to the outside. Ball's dropped. It's going to be incomplete. It was intended for uh, Joshua Edson. Well, he was going to get hit by Liddell Clemens immediately, so Panthers weren't surprised by the screen. You know, we say it every week that, that's one of those plays, if you don't get it out there in time and that uh, corner reads it, he's going to take it to the house. Well, I think Edson heard some uh, footsteps there because he seemed to want to run with it before he caught it. But it was it was a good play, but Panthers had that covered pretty well. Again, we're up in a little bit of press. Straight ahead, it's going to be short of the first down, goes Forrest. Might have picked up a yard. It's going to be fourth down and two. Uh, he was he was met by uh, several Panthers uh, immediately once he got his hands on the on the football. Tyler Allen came up from the bottom of the pile. Panthers lead seven zero. Just under ten minutes left in the first quarter. It's fourth and two, and this is a bit of a risk. And, and we may see a quick kick out of Well, are you trying to draw them off sides? They've gotten us twice on it early. I think they're going to let the clock run out or call timeout or something. It's under five seconds. That's exactly what they're doing. Doyle, I was with you. I was like, man, you, you, you're showing a lot if you're fourth down and you're on your side of the football field. But uh, they tried to get the hard count. And they ended up having to burn a timeout. Well, we're 9-19 left in the first quarter. Panthers lead 7-0. While we got a minute, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM.
is sponsored in part by these great local businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive, Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, and Shelton Collision Repair. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Nice high spiral punt's going to go over the head. It looked like Ginyard going to go into the end zone. Panthers will have it first and 10 from their own 20. They already lead 7-0. This is really their first offensive possession of the night. Wow, what a great punt. I, it was uh, kind of a high snap. He was able to pull it down, but he had a, just a booming spiral. And Ginyard was smart enough. He looked at it and said, you know, kind of like the guy on center field that knows it's in the bleachers. He looked up and said, I'll just let that one go into the end zone. Yeah, yeah you see that in baseball a lot. They, they whack them good enough sometimes. There's no reason to even try. First and ten Panthers. Now, Doyle's hard to believe. We're up 7-0. We haven't even run an offensive play yet. Lim Wash and Adler in the backfield. Twin wideouts both sides for the Panthers. Just a quick pass to the outside. Caught. Looked like Larson for about five. Well, we saw that last week. Derby comes out throwing the football. Adler, as we said last week, had over 300 yards passing. He's got the arm to, to do whatever he wants. Week one, he ran the football and showed everything. Last week, it was the arm. Pick, picked up about eight on, on the play. There's Wash. Big hole. Gets out to about the 40. It's going to be first down Panthers. Yeah, Lim nearly took that one to the house. And, you know, he broke a tackle and then got hit pretty hard, but not until he picked up a good first down. Yeah, he, right, at the, right at the point of attack, there was a nice hole for Lim to run through, and he took advantage of that and picked up a nice gain. Now it's on the Panther 40, first and 10. They lead 7-0. Again, Wash, same play virtually. Run over a guy or tried to run over him. Picked up about 12 yards. Well, we've talked about Lim's versatility. I mean, this is a guy that can play about anywhere. He's a, he's a quarterback. He's a running back. You'll see him in a wide receiver. And, and the versatility of being able to throw him, do whatever, and you still hear the coaching staff, these defensive guys, Coach Wietrich's always like, hey, give me on my – I'll take him as a linebacker. First and ten Panthers on the 48 of Newton. Back to pass goes Adler. Got a man in the, in the zone. Caught KV on Walker. First and ten. Yeah, you know, what a luxury. He looks downfield. He's got time to throw the football. He's got big KV on Walker down there. He hooks up with him, but we had a couple receivers wide open again. Looked like KV on just set in the zone, and uh, Adler found him. First and ten Panthers on the 34. Again, back to pass goes Adler. Lots of time looking for Walker. Caught. Looks like uh, I touchdown. They say I'm trying to look at the one lines and see if he stepped out, but nice catch by Walker out there, thrown over his shoulder by Adler. He just takes it into the end zone. Unfortunately, it does look like uh, he was in bound, so uh, touchdown Panthers. It's about a 39-yarder, I believe, for the touchdown. Panthers lead 13-0. Now the all-important extra point. Simmons is on for that. 
And the extra point is good. So with 7.39 left, Panthers extend their lead 14-0. Well, Larson did a nice job of pulling the snap down for the Panthers and uh, getting it down. And you look at the difference in our in our extra point game. I mean, the confidence that they're showing now from week one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Simmons is really – he's got a lot of confidence going for him. He's only a sophomore, so he's got a couple more years to after this one to, to I guess, what? work on his trade a little bit better. But he's – He's got a lot of leg. He's he's uh, he's going to be really good in a couple of years. Well, and remember, if you have friends and family that missed tonight's ball game, you can hear the game in its entirety archived on our Panther podcast, available through a live 105kdkq.com or on Spotify. Enter a live 105. And Doyle, tonight we have uh, listeners all over again: Houston, Texas, Denver, Colorado, Tampa, Florida, Omaha, Nebraska, Buffalo, New York, and Italy. Wow. Italy, that's that's pretty good. Good thing we're we're we can probably translate this. They're probably getting it in uh, Italian over there. <laughs> that's pretty neat to have those people. And, and like you always say, you know, once a panther, always a panther. Adler to kick off again. Receivers is Edson to the far side. High end over end, coming down at about the 11. Panthers eat him up before he gets back to the 20, so good coverage by the Panthers special teams on getting down Edson. I think Luke Stewart was the one on the tackle. And, Doyle, again, you can see the difference in this Panther kick cover team, how fast they're getting downfield. That's something that uh, Coach Clark and Coach DeVore stressed so much. Well, yeah, the, the ball's not getting but about to the 10 or 11-yard line, and that was just short of the 20s where Newton's going to start. So pretty good coverage by our special teams. Back to pass goes Smith. Now he's running to the near side, looking for somebody, kind of throws it out. Good coverage out there by Ginyard. Well, great coverage out there by Ginyard. You know, as he, he stayed with his guy, he didn't get a pass interference, he just – you can't play corner much better than that. that, that you, you bet. That, that's that's the way it ought to be drawn. They ought to show that video to everybody because Ginyard covered him just perfectly. Terry's one of those guys that really came into his own last year, and, and, and he's an athlete. He's a guy that, uh, as I said before, he played running back for me. He's just one of those kids you could put at multiple positions. He's playing press coverage on the wideout. They give it to Forrest. He gets no. He doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage. He's probably going to lose a couple on first down, second down. He he was hit immediately in there. It looked like uh, Searing was in on the tackle. Uh, I couldn't tell who all else, but uh, again, several Panthers. Going to be third and twelve. Panthers lead 14-0. Seven minutes left. Clock running. It's going to be down below six, seven minutes by the time this play goes off. Newton's got to get themselves out of a hole somehow because. Oh, as we said, looking, Coach Jacks, that's your nightmare. You don't want to come in and fall down Derby 14-0 early in the first quarter. Nearly picked off, but another good defensive play by the Panthers. Yeah, it looked like it was uh, Ramirez on the on the uh, stop, and you're right. There's been two really nice stops by our secondary on that series. Ramirez broke on that pass and, and nearly picked it off. And uh, it was another another good effort by our corner. 
Back to punt for Newton is Dehan Nelson. Back deep for the Panthers is Terry Ginyard. Nearly blocked. It's going to go out of bounds at about the 43 or 42-yard line. You know, the Panthers were, as you said, I thought, man, we're going to block this thing. I'm surprised we didn't. And then we kind of ran into the punter. But it wasn't a bad call. But I think if you're Newton's coach, you're going, where's your acting degree, son? Because he could have gone down and made it look a whole lot worse. But uh, I'm still not sure the official would have pulled the flag. But uh, nearly blocked by the Panthers. How many times have you watched the football game that kicker's got hit and he's about dead? <laughs> and then when the flag goes up, he gets up and trots off. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, your acting career's got to be pretty good if you're going to do that. Panthers have it now. In the backfield with Adler is Trey Washington. They give it to Trey. Gets a little bit of a crease. Makes a couple guys miss. Gets out into Newton territory short of the first down. But, you know, Doyle Derby's had so many great running backs over the years. Trey Washington ranks right up where, there with the best. I believe he has just shy of 1,900 yards last year running the football. This guy's got it. We, we, I think uh, you know, we say that every now and then. A guy has it. Well, he's got it. Well, they give him progress for a first down. Adler over the middle caught. Looks like Karzak gets inside the 35 to about the 32. Now, Karzak was wide open. The ball was delivered on precision, and uh, he comes down with another Panther first down. Coach well, Clark talked a little bit about him in pregame, about having a little bit of an injury, but Karzak's a tough, tough kid. He said, no, I'm ready to go, Coach. First and 10 Panthers. They lead 14-0, and they're driving again. Out caught by, looked like, Walker, he's going to get enough for a first down. Now, Walker did a good job that time. The ball was a little bit low. He's able to pick it up and uh, pick up another Panther first down. Doyle, so far, Newton has had no answer for the run or the pass from Derby. Adler's hit three of his four starting receivers so far. Now they give it to Washington. Makes a couple guys miss. Gets inside the 10 and driven back. It's going to be close to a first down. Well, and Trey, again, you, you got these running backs that can either power you, they got speed, they like to get to the edge. Trey has that move. I mean, he, he can use any of the three, but he's just got kind of a stutter step that, that really sets him apart. First and goal. Again, they give it to Washington. Touchdown, Panthers. Now, Trey Washington could have, should have. I mean, a lot of run backs, running backs would have been stopped on the, on the five-yard line. Trey shook it off found an opening and took it into the end of the end zone, really untouched the last four yards. Yeah, it, it was it was a good drive by the Panthers again. Uh, pretty pretty machine-like, if you will. Uh, Adler hit on all his passes. Uh, the run the runs picked up at least 10 yards every time. So it was pretty machine-like for the Panthers. Extra point is up, and it's also good. So we're still in the first quarter. We're not even – now, well – yeah, we're a little over halfway through, and it's 21-0 Panthers. Well, as we said, it uh, that's not how Coach Jacks wanted to start the ball game. You're new. You're, you're already. I mean, I tell you, Derby is a tough place to play. Always has been. You come in, and you know, hey man, these guys are. They, they've been on top of their game for so many years. You come in, it's military night. The crowd's big. The hamburgers are rolling off the grill, and you find yourself down 21 to zero. That's a tough. That's a tough hill to climb. Yeah, I, I. You talk about the hamburgers. I can sure smell the the barbecues going. 
Newton's got to, they've got to get something going here. I don't know what that is or how they're going to do it because the Panther defense is uh, really wired up so far tonight with the exception of a couple of, couple, three jumps. Newton hadn't really done much of anything. The Panthers aren't, aren't giving them much, uh, much room to complete passes. No, and, and again, the defense is a unit that everybody came out this year and said, man, you lost so much. Well, this is week three, and this defense looks pretty solid. Kick it off, big Grant Adler. High end over end. It's going to back Edson up inside the 10 to about the 7. Comes to the near side. Panthers get him at about the 15-yard line, so great coverage by the kickoff team. Well, I think he was finally brought down by Liddell Clemens, but Doyle, we had guys downfield so fast. I mean, it looks like a different kick team than what we've had. Coach Clark again said, hey, it's an honor to be on special teams. It's our best 11. It's not the kickoff team. It's This is our elite group, and Man, those guys, I mean, that looked like a 100-yard dash with no one in front of them, how fast they got downfield. Well, we've heard him say that before, that this is not just a kickoff team. These are our best athletes. Panthers lead 21-0, 5.07 left in the first. Newton will have it on their own 16-yard line, so not very good field position. <coughs> a lot of shifting and movement going on for Newton. Back to pass, rolling to the far side is Smith. Now he's being chased, running for his life, really. Seth Smith run him out of bounds, short of, I believe, short of the 15. Well, and then what happened on that play? The quarterback tried to roll out. It looked like uh, Smith was going to go to the right, and he turns around, and Seth Smith's right in his face. Seth just chases him out of bounds. I'm telling you, Seth's uh, got good speed and good strength, and uh, another loss for Newton. Ball's on the 12-yard line, 4.59 left. So Newton's got second down and 14. Back to pass, just a quick pass out in the flat, caught. Nice gain on the second down. It's going to be short of the first down by about four yards. Now, Panthers did a good job of getting back into the play and stopping them from getting a first down. It's going to bring up a third and about... Oh, gosh, five on the play. Well, again, Newton's been on their end of the field the entire ball game. That was just that was just a play where the receiver found an open spot in the Panthers' zone, and uh, Smith found him. Now third down and about four, maybe maybe a, a long four, short five anyway. For the Railers, they trail 21-0, 4 10 to go in the first quarter. Quick pass to the outside. Nice play out there by Ramirez. Incomplete. Well, and again, he timed it. I mean, he knew the play. These guys watched so much film. He knew what was coming. Well, just as easily as stepping in front of it, he could have could have intercepted that ball. It's fourth and four, four and a half, five yards to go for Newton. So that, that was another good series by the defense. Uh, uh, these guys... These guys playing the Newton receivers are doing a great job. Our well, Ramirez has made a couple of nice plays tonight. A little bit of a high snap. Gets the kick off. Kind of a low spiral. Going to be taken at about the 46. Straight down the sideline goes Ginyard. Touchdown, Panthers, no doubt. Wow, Doyle, I'll tell you what. 
Not only was it a punt that was on the ground, Ginyard picks it up. Couple of key blocks. I mean, just lights out blocks to set him free. He makes one cut, and his speed just takes him to the house. That was a showcase punt return by the Panthers. So that's two special teams touchdowns for the Panthers tonight. That's That's got to make the special teams happy. Coach Clark will be a little happier when he talks to us next week, I'll guarantee you. On again is Simmons. It's 27-0. A little bit of a high snap. But Larson got it down quickly, and the uh, attempt is good. So we're still in the first quarter, guys, and it's 28-0. Well, again, yeah, I love those big blocks. You know, there was a couple of them that were just decleaters on that play that sprung Ginyard for the touchdown. It was it was a good return, and, and you knew because it was a short enough punt that Ginyard had a shot at it. When he hit the sideline, like you said, he picked up a couple of blocks and Nobody t- made a little bit of a cut. Boom, nobody touched him. Well, it, it's so ironic that, you know, Coach Clark was just up here talking about special teams, and he's got two scores off of them. <laughs> it's got to make you feel good. I mean, it can't – you got to feel good about the special teams because, you know, this is third game of the year, and, and I know Coach Clark wants them to be on top of their game for game one, and they're they're on top of it tonight. Well, and if, you, if you're – Coach Jacks, I mean, you start worrying a little bit. You're like, what do I do? I mean, how do I answer what I'm getting hit in the face with right now? And, you know, we haven't seen them have any success in really any facets of the football game. Yeah, it's it's uh, it could be a very long night for Newton if they don't get something going here pretty quick. And, you know, uh, what's scary about it, Doyle, is you think about we've just gotten into such a small list of our playbook. I mean, we've got so many plays. So many athletes, we're not seeing a whole lot of Lim Wash yet. We're not seeing, uh, you know, Sims. We haven't seen him catch the ball a lot. We just got a lot of uh, weapons. Well, we haven't really. We haven't had to use too much. High end over end kick, and it's going to just barely bounce out of bounds. So Newton will take. I'm sure they'll take it on about the 35. Well, that gives, uh, I guess if you're new, you're going, hey, we're getting the ball on the 35 <laughs> instead of getting squashed back on the 15 or 20-yard line. 3.55 left in the first quarter. I'm kind of looking out. Yeah, Panthers still have their ones out there, but it's just the first quarter even though they're up by four scores. But... Well, typically what you see is the coach will probably leave the ones in through the first half and maybe a series into the third quarter. Well, we might see a little bit of rotation, though. From some and some of the positions, let the starters rest a little bit. Smith handed it off to Forrest. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it. That looks like uh, Dorsey uh, in on the tackle at the bottom. Uh, looked like Noel came in to help finish it off. You know the the defensive front three have been pretty much handling Newton tonight. They were Dorsey, Seth Smith. Archer, they've all been involved in the tackles. Well, and I'll tell you, you look at the Newton offensive line. These guys, they're specimens. I mean, they're good-looking kids, and and, and they're, we're, Panthers are giving up some weight to them, but uh, we're, we're doing our job. Second nine, again, back to pass. Caught, hit immediately out there. Looked like Ginyard going to be short of the first down. You know, and, and you're right, Ginyard puts a hit on him the minute he catches a football and that's a tough play as a as a defensive back to stop. 
Sack third down now, and it looks like third down and about three. Newton's got trips to the far side. Their big tight end is to the near side. Forrest is the tailback, Smith the quarterback. Just a quick pass, just a little bit high. Would have been a first down had it been caught. Yeah, it was it was a, a high ball out there. Knox had pretty good coverage on it, but it, it was a non-catchable, and it's going to bring up that fourth down decision for Coach Jacks. Keep in mind, the ball is uh, on the 42-yard line, and you know, but you're down 28-0, so maybe it's time to take a chance. Well, I haven't seen the punt team head this way. Well, they're probably going to try to draw them offside is what I'm going to guess. See if they can get them to jump. Well, the last punt didn't work out favorably. No, it did <laughs> not. And back to pass. And sacked. Heilman and Dorsey all over the quarterback. Yeah, well, they all over. It's an understatement. They both were on him. And uh, I think they ended up calling it a fumble out of it out, that he let go of it. But that didn't work either. I mean, they picked up a couple of yards on the fumble. But Panthers are going to have great field possessions uh, to start this drive. They lead 28-0 with two minutes, just over two minutes left in the first quarter. And they're on the Newton 36-yard line, so definitely in scoring position. Now we got Wash and Washington <laughs> in the backfield with Adler. They give it straight ahead to Washington. Cuts back to the near side. Picked up a block or two. Still on his feet. 30. 20. 15. Finally run out of bounds at about the eight-yard line. You know, the defensive coordinator for uh, Newton right now is, is pulling out air. I mean, you, you know, we, Washington made a couple of moves. He was stopped. He was completely stopped on the field. Looked like he was dead to rights. Next thing you know, he spins out of it, takes the ball inside the 10-yard. Great run Great run that time by Washington. Lim Wash straight ahead, touchdown. Panthers are making this look too easy. Again, you're, 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 you're the defensive coordinator, and you see those two guys in the backfield, you know, and knowing that, hey, if, I, if I'm not careful, Wash will throw it on me. Again, Panthers, uh, very, very impressive here in tonight's ball game, and it's early. Yeah, we, and we gotta get we gotta give credit. I think Kevin, where credit's due, that's Con Vickers, Con Eisenhower, and Key, the front five, and uh, they're they're making some holes for. Well, and, and that's what the Panthers needed was a breakout game from some of those O linemen. They're they're putting some big holes for those guys to run through. It's thirty-five zero with one forty left in the first quarter. I, I would have never thought this. Well, and, and that's another thing that Coach Clark talked about. You know, going into the season, the offensive line was supposed to be, you know, kind of the juggernaut of the team, and he he hadn't been overly happy with them for the first two weeks. But you know, it looks like tonight they're opening up some holes and uh, doing their job. Well, here's what's impressive: three of those starting five are sophomores, and uh, exactly that, pretty impressive at at, at Derby at, at this level. Well, and keep in mind uh, our our big team captain Kevin Washington's not suited up tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm watching Kevin down on the field. Got a bit of an ankle injury. And, you know, week three of the season, had he had to go, if this was a state championship game, I'm sure Kevin would be out there. But, you know, let's give him all the chance to rest and heal up. 
Yeah, it's a long season, and uh, you know, it will be it will be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I think if you'd asked me, hey, with uh, in the first quarter would it be thirty-five to nothing? I tell you, no. Well, I know it's a long season, and it'll be interesting to see how quick the Panthers get Washington back in. If they want to make sure he's ready. Nice end over end goes into the end zone. Newton will have it on their twenty yard line. First down and ten. Well, Adler got some leg into that one. Uh, Doyle, I'm not sure. I think that's the first kick he's kicked through the end zone this year. I think you might be right. You know, and the, the athleticism of this team. You know, when you think about your quarterbacks out there, he's our punter, he's our kicker. You got so many guys. You got Lim Washington to go both ways. I mean, you got really you got a whole bunch of these kids, and it's a luxury we have in Derby that we're able to platoon, and these guys are pretty much either offense or defense. First and 10 from the 20 for Newton. They trail 35-0. We're still in the first quarter. A minute 40 left. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Caught. Caught by Edson. Nick, is that Kuzer out on the stop? Looked like Stewart. I'll tell you what, these uh, camo jerseys are tough to see. It's tough to see numbers. They look good. <laughs> they look very it's good. tough to see numbers. Looked like it was uh, Luke Stewart on the coverage out there. They picked up five. Again, Newton's had a hard time getting out of there into the football field. Oh, they give it on a keeper, Smith. He's going to lose four yards on second down. But I, I tell you what, that play was, he was lucky to get it off. I mean, it was blown up. I think Lee Knoll was back there. Jared Knoll. I know Lee will get a kick out of hearing his name, but Jared Knoll uh, just blew the play up. Yeah, he blew it up in the backfield. Kind of tackled both the guys, and then the quarterback pulled the ball out. Going to be third and long, third and about eight. They trail 35-0 with a minute left in the first quarter. Tight end goes in motion, sets to the other side. Back to pass goes Smith. Panthers got a lot of pressure on him. Just a pass that was low and away, intended for Edson. Yeah, Coach Wietrich showing him some stuff. I mean, he, that time Noel was blitzing. You know, you're, you're trying to put pressure on the quarterback. Once again, it brings up fourth down and long. Another punting situation for Newton. And Derby should get great, great field position. What do you do if you're Newton here? I mean, the potential of taking this back all the way is right there. So what, you know, maybe they just kick it out of bounds. I, I, high, high snap. That kick's going to be off the side of his foot and go out of bounds at about, I'm going to guess, sometime around the 42, 43-yard line. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, the ball was snapped high, and, and boy, it's going out even, even shorter than that, it looks like. So, you know, it was off the side of his foot. And, Panthers, uh, man, this is a lethal offense. We're giving them the ball inside uh, inside the 40. It's on the 39. We haven't seen uh, Grant Adler keep the football tonight. He's having too easy a time handing it off and throwing it. I think he's 100% on his passes. Quick pass to the outside, caught by Sims. Beats a guy to the edge. 
Gets run out of bounds inside the 20. Well, I think I think Adler heard me when I said I didn't think Sims had been really into the mix yet. He finds him. And, again, if you're new, you just got to be looking at things right now and saying, man, these guys are uh, – they, they can do whatever they want to us. In for Sims now is Reed Liston. Washington, they're going to catch him, and he's going to be uh, very little gain on first down. Very little gain. That's one of the first times tonight that uh, – They've bottled up uh, the Panthers. Looks like a, a new player's down on the field. So we're probably going to have a, have a little break while they attend to him. It's hard to say. I can't, I can't pick up a number. But we'll try to pick up a number and let you know who the player is. While we got a minute, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local derby businesses. Wilhite Auto Center. Excuse me. Wilhite Auto Service. MJB Heating and Cooling. Radio Shack of Derby. Express Water and Hardscape. Pizza John's. El Paso Animal Hospital. Riverside Cafe of Derby. La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Cause photography by Kelsey Lockie and Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Doyle, it's good to see the young man's walking slowly. It was Ricky Parga, a 5'9", 255-pound offensive lineman for Newton. So good to see him at least up and walking. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Yeah, I believe that Ricky Parga is a freshman. For Newton, and uh, uh, that, that's that's a pretty big deal too. That's going to end the first quarter. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5746. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. where Derby leads, start in the second quarter, 35-0. They have the ball second goal, and there's a penalty marker. We're going to wait and see who's who it's on. The flag came up very quickly. Uh, I was going to say, usually when they come up that quick, it's a it's a penalty on the offense, and that's exactly what it was. They, they called a snap infraction, so I expect our, our center moved the ball, and he shouldn't have. And uh, it's going to be a five-yard markoff on the Panthers, but it's still going to be second down. Second down about 13 now from, looks like, the 21-yard line. Panthers lead 35-0, just starting the second quarter. 
Nice pitch outside to Washington. Gets to the inside the 10. Well, he's knocked out of bounds right about the 10-yard line. Yeah, and Adler that game was just an option play, and Adler pitched it out to Trey. You know, Trey could have gone inside, outside, about wherever he wanted, picks up big yardies. It's going to be third down and about, now I'm thinking, three yards to go for the Panthers. Washington makes a couple guys miss, still on his feet, falls forward into the end zone, touchdown Panthers. Wow, I'll tell you what, again, just a, a phenomenal run by Trey. I mean, just a little juke here, a little juke there. and I think, are they, are they calling him? I think they're calling him down on about the one. But, uh, you know, a, a lot of juking by Trey on that play. He must have hit because I know his whole body was in the end zone. Again, they give it back to him, and he takes it in standing up. Now it's 42-0. I mean, you know, Panthers are just making things look easy here. We haven't had to see Gradler even run the football. I think that was really maybe the first option he ran tonight. Other than that, it's been handoff, use your arm, work the ball downfield. And I don't know that you'll see Adler run a whole lot tonight. There, there's no need for it. Well, and – if they were doing quarterback ratings in high school, I think Adler would have a perfect rating tonight because I believe he's perfect. And then the extra point attempt by Simmons, it, it is good. So it's 11.09 left in the half, 42-0 Panthers. But I believe his, his uh, uh, rating would be perfect because I don't think he's missed a pass. And the uh, rest of the time, he just handed the ball off. Well, no, I, I totally agree with you. You know, I'm sitting out there looking at uh, – Simmons kicking the football, and, I, and you know, Doyle, I'm sure that when Coach Burke said, hey, I'll let you have my soccer player on Friday nights, he didn't know that his leg was going to get this much use. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he's kicked a lot of extra points here so far early in the season, and, uh, you know, that's not a bad thing. Panthers, no. Panthers are uh, uh, firing on all six cylinders tonight, and, I mean, you know, Newton just hadn't had an answer at all. No, and, I, I, you know, I would not have ever guessed that you'd be sitting – 11:09 remaining in the half, and Panthers would have a 42 to zero lead. I'd, I'd have never guessed that. Yeah, and, and I know we talk about the mercy rule every week, but I don't think you can implement that till the second half. I, I believe it's after the second half. But you know, you, as much as you'd like to see maybe some some non-starters in the game right now, you've got to give the starters some. You know, you can't just yank them because they're ahead early in the. In the second quarter, they've got to have their repetitions as well. Yeah, these guys, they have to be able to keep their conditioning up, and you don't want to get it. We know next week's going to be a battle, so you don't want these guys playing a quarter of football and, and then sitting on the sideline. You're absolutely correct. High end over end. Going to go into the end zone, and that was Simmons kicking off. That young sophomore's got a pretty good leg on him. That one hit it about the two and bounced right into the end zone. Well, and you know, as we said, from week one till now, you can see the young man's confidence level. I, week one, the, the extra points, you can tell, hey, man, I, I, where's my timing? What's going on? Now it's out there and it's just another another walk in the park. Yeah, and Larson, Larson is, is doing an excellent job in promoting that confidence because he's done an excellent job all season getting that ball down quickly and, and uh, not disrupting the timing. So Larson, the holder, has done a great job as well. He's helping the young man along. 
First and 10, Newton from the 20-yard line. Again, they trail 42-0 with 11 minutes left. And on a run, it looks like it's Forrest. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Well, I think he thought he was going to find a little bit of a running lane and uh, was immediately hit. Well, it's it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They they they've tried about their whole playbook, I would think, but uh, nothing so far has worked. Archer and Heilman in on the tackle, and that's uh, a pretty pretty uh, good group. Archer's uh, an aggressive guy, and Heilman's very quick and a very smart football player. Heilman's one of these guys that came in and wasn't even sure he was going to be a starter. And he won the hearts of these coaches early on by uh, his tenacity and uh, knowledge. Straight up the middle goes, looks like it's Forrest again. He gets almost to the 25. So it'll be third and about six. Searing in on the tackle. Clock moving. Ten minutes left in the half. Panthers lead 42 0. Panthers in their standard 3-4 defense. They've got one of the linebackers kind of cheating up to the line of scrimmage. Far side, outside linebacker. Back to pass goes Smith. Picked off. I'll tell you what, Doyle, that was just another one of those uh, great reads by the Panthers. It looked like it was Liddell Clemens on the tack or on the interception. Doyle, you can't time it any better. He stepped in right at the last second. He wanted the ball more than the receiver. That's exactly what it was. He went to the ball, and I'll use this phrase again, he jumped the route and uh, made a good interception. Yeah, there's there's no question about that. Again, I think after week one, someone says, hey, what's our secondary like? And I said, I'm telling you, our secondary's there. I mean, we and we go deeper than just this first group. We absolutely go deeper than that. It's going to be first and ten, Panthers. Back to pass goes Adler, wide open, over the middle, caught. Looks like it might be Karzak. Well, wide open was the key statement there because Karzak had broken loose early. I was up here like, man, look at him, look at him, look at him. And Adler's able to hook up with his uh, big tight end. They move the ball all the way down to about the nine-yard line. Panthers are in scoring position again with 9.22 to go. Straight ahead is the ball carrier. It looked like Washington gets inside the five. You know, I go back to Karzak and now what a tough kid he is. He's got a brace on his elbow tonight. This is a guy that puts time in in the gym, too. And Doyle, I, I think I told you this summer, I said, wait till you see Jacob Karzak because he's a specimen in the weight room. Love those kids that put in the extra effort. Oh, yeah. And it, it pays off right here on Friday night. A little bit of a low snap. They still give it to Lim Wash, and he goes in untouched for another Panther score. Wow. You know, Dole, we, we always talk about that. You know, we'll, we'll hear highlights of other games, and we're like, how does someone put up 70 points? You know, we're sitting here right now at 48 to nothing. We're in this first half. And if Coach Clark was one of those guys that wanted to leave his starters in, you could you could hang a hundred. Yeah. Extra point by Simmons. And it looks good and it is. So with eight fifty to go in the half, Panthers extend their lead to forty nine zero. I again I, I'm shocked by this. I, I know we're a pretty good football team, but 
what I'd read and heard about Newton, they were improved, but it, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, and you're you're exactly right. I mean, that's what's uh, going on. As Panthers came out, did just what we said couldn't happen. Can't come out and smack someone in the face. Newton has uh, right now. You can see the the attitude on the players. I mean, they're dejected. Well, yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're out. Their kickoff teams out. I mean, just no no nothing going on on the sideline. No pep talk. Nothing. They're just out there. They're ready to get the ball back. I guess make something. Try to make something happen. They got, we, they've got to be shell shot by now. Well, and as we said, uh, you know, the, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure the running clock does not come into play until the second half. So we've got eight, over eight and a half minutes left in the first half. Uh oh, that's bad. <laughs> they got KSN blocking our band. <laughs> Kicking off again is Simmons. Taken at about the one-yard line. Made a good move, did Edson, but he still didn't get back but about the 15-yard line. This is the, the kick team I like watching. This is what we got so used to is, you know, kicking the ball and the, if the ball's inside the 20 to start a drive. Well, how many times in the last several years have we seen teams at halftime we said they have not crossed midfield? Well, these guys have not. Looks like Cooser's in the ball game. At the near side corner, I don't, I don't see any other changes. Just Kuzer. I think Knox is out of the game right now too. Looks like again, you, you got to expect the Panthers are going to keep the majority of their guys in at least for the first half. They hand it off to Forrest. He gets dropped for about a two-yard loss on first down. 49-0 with 8.30 to go in the half. Well, you've got a team as aggressive as the Panthers. That's what you want to do. You want to string those plays out. And Panthers did a great job that time, capped off uh, by Heilman and uh, Kuzer to make the tackle. Sounds like Jack Heilman's got a little bit of a fan club outside. Second down and 11. Smith and Forrest in the backfield. They give it again to Forrest. He reverses his field, picks up maybe three or four on second down. Still going to be third long. You know, the way the defense is going right now, they pick up three or, as you said, about three yards. And our, our defensive coordinator and head coach are stomping their feet, you know, because they, they, they want to stop for no gain at all. Well, I, I can see Coach Wietrich stomping the sidelines there. He's uh, he's coaching these guys up. Twins to the near side for the Panthers. Single wide out far side. Tight end shifts over to the near side. Back to pass. Smith got a guy out in the flat. He just kind of threw it up in the air, and it fell incomplete. Yeah, that was uh, almost like a Hail Mary. It was shot up in the air and over near the Panther sideline. No real chance to uh, have a receiver around it. It brings up fourth and long. Doyle, it's just been the, the, the night for the for Newton. They're looking at uh, having to get a punt off quick with Trey Washington back to return. Well, yeah, and you got you got to figure they're 
Well, we've scored, what, two touchdowns off special teams tonight? Well, you got Ginyard and Washington both standing about the 43-yard line. Not a very good punt, and it takes a derby bounce. Finally gets down to about the 26-yard line, so Panthers are going to have super field position with 6.58 left to go in the half. Well, so far, you got to call it what it is for the Panthers. This, this hasn't even been a tough practice. I mean, it really hasn't. It's been all Panthers, and, you know, they're coming out and executing on every level that uh, you can, can execute on. Not a, not a great game, you know, for the co- Derby coaching staff. I mean, it doesn't teach you a whole lot. No, it's, it's hard. I, I think it's harder to coach in a game like this than it is a, a close game. Quick pass outside, complete. Look like inside the 15. Get knocked out just short of the goal line. Uh, just a, another catch by Carsack that uh, nearly takes it to the house until he's finally driven out of bounds on the two. Well, he showed some pretty good speed, did Carzak. Jacob shows good speed. He, it's so, about, in, one, in one play, you're on the two-yard line. I mean. It's all about the, uh, yeah, about the two-yard line. First and goal. Touchdown. Nobody touched the ball carrier. Looked like it was Trey Washington, so the Panthers extend their lead to 40-55. To nothing with six. Oh, they just went to a running clock. The clock is still running. So evidently, you can start it in the first half. Well, they either they either can start it, or there may be a, a you know if both ads or coaches get together and say, hey, get a run, and they they can, and that's probably a good thing. Well, now they stopped it, so I I don't know whether it was a running clock situation or not. But anyway, it's uh, 56-0 is six nineteen. To go here in the first quarter or first half. Uh, and you're right, they stopped it. I think the rule is 45, but I think it's second half. And, hey, I, I doubt anyone's going to complain that a few seconds ran off the clock. Yeah, I, I thought I thought maybe they started the, the running clock, but I didn't. I think they're, I didn't tra- they're trying to sure. keep us on our toes, huh? They're trying to keep us on our toes. Yeah, evidently. I uh, I emailed the the activities association director for football to find out what the what the the rule was on uh, running clock because we've seen it seems like different every time we see it and you know there's a typical answer he didn't answer it, it just, I, I think I looked it up last year and I'm pretty sure it is 45 but there is some discretion to the to the field sites and I, I you know like I said I, I'm sure that when we hit the second half we're going to see a running clock oh yeah I think we will. Looks like Panthers have still got their ones out, and you know it's it's hard not to have your ones out on a special team. And Simmons is still kicking off. Well, for the for the kick team, this is like we're running wind sprints. They've been up and down the field so many times tonight. Low end over end, taken at about the eight. Looks like it was taken by Edson. And he gets inside the 25 to about the 26-yard line. Yeah, probably some of the better field uh, positioning that uh, Newton's going to have tonight. And it's still uh, not great. I, I take it back. They had one kick that went out of bounds. They got it on the 35. Well, I've seen Tyler Allen coming in the game for Seth Smith. And we've we seen that at, at Garden City. He kind of rotated for 
all three of those defensive line positions. <clears throat> Listeners, you got to please excuse me. I've had a little bit of a sickness this week, and I'm coughing a lot. Forrest, again on the on the play, and he's going to pick up maybe a yard on first down. And you just see the actions out of the Newton players right now. I mean, they're they're in no hurry. They're walking around. You know, you're, you're as we said, you're playing the defending 6A state champions. And you're down 56 to nothing in the first half. I mean, what do you say when you're Coach Jackson? You go in at halftime. I don't know. Just keep fighting. I that's mean, all. That's, that's all, all you, you can, can do, and say, fight. "Hey, we're going to build for next week, and and we don't give up against anyone." Second down and about eight for Newton. Again, they're they're kind of milking the play clock. Again, they give it to Forrest, Kenyon Forrest. He picks up another two, maybe three yards. Going to be third and five. Uh, if you're Newton, the, the play, you know, your playbook is so small. When you, you know, you've been on this end of the field for so long, they really kind of have gone away from the pass. I mean, you know, the pass hadn't worked well, and they've been, I think, content now a little bit to just get the clock run. Going to be third and four. Panthers again lead this one, 56-0. They they lead it big, surprisingly big. I mean, they, they could have 63 by half if they get the ball back. I mean, because Newton hadn't been able to stop at all. Well, that's been quick hitters. I mean, we're scoring very quickly. Over the top. Good good defense out there by Kuzer. Almost almost picked off. Kuzer did a great job of being out there in coverage. The ball was thrown pretty well, and uh, he's able to tip the ball away. So brings up another fourth down situation for Newton. Unfortunately for the Railers, the incomplete pass stopped the clock. So there's 4:29 left. Panthers lead 56 to nothing. We're in the second quarter. And again, you get get back to Coach Jack. He's going to have to bring, got to get a lot of heads up at halftime. Caught first down by Edson. And that's a gutsy call on fourth down, but it comes up uh, moving the chains, and uh, that's uh, one of the few first downs Newton's had tonight. It might be it might be the first one. Maybe they got one on a on a penalty though, so it might be their second first down. They're all the way out to their own forty-six. They'll have it first and ten there. And the majority of the starters are in the ball game still for the Panthers. Yeah, they've, they've got some spotty subs in, but for the most part, you're right. The, the starters are still in the game. Give it to Forrest. He's going to get drilled for about a one- or two-yard loss. Looks like Seth Smith then on the tackle. You know, and again, Seth's another one of those guys that I know personally put in a lot of time in the weight room. Seth goes right at uh, 200 pounds, and, you know, he's he's given up a lot of size to some of these big offensive line, but we talked a lot about strength and leverage, and Seth's done a good job here for the first three ball games. Second and 11. 
Luke Stewart came out of the pack with the football, but they obviously had called Forrest down before he pulled the ball out. Panthers showing blitz. Smith, he's going to get dropped for a big loss. It probably would have been, looked like they were in motion. Well, it looked like there was just, like he was surprised he got the football. I mean, from the very start of the play, it was like, I don't know what I'm doing with it. You could tell there was a lot of confusion in the backfield. 240 left. Again, Panthers lead 56-0. Just, it's just been all Panthers. It, again, Newton's had a couple of first downs and one by penalty. And, and uh, you know, the rest of it's been derby. It's going to be 220 left. Third down and 15 for the Railers. Back to pass goes Smith. Lots of pressure by the Panthers. Passes out and batted away. It looked like Terry Ginyard on the coverage again. Well, and again, good field positioning. Ginyard knew where he was at on the field. Was able to knock the ball away at the last second. Yeah, that was a good play by Ginyard. Another good play by one of our corners. Our, our corners have just been playing lights out tonight. And again, the downside of it is that incomplete pass stopped the clock with 158 left. Now, once again, the Panthers are going to get the ball back with a lot of time. Well, they haven't needed a whole lot of time to score tonight. 15, 20 seconds has been about right for them. Back deep, like Washington. Washington has the kick. Got to the outside. Going to be down at about the 40. There is a penalty marker down. I'm going to guess it's probably against the Panthers. Well, when the fight comes down that quick, you got to assume it's going to be against the Panthers and move us back a little bit. But there's still a minute 42 left in the half. A lot of time for this uh, Panther offense. I, I figure. It was a block in the back by the Panthers. But, you, you know, you get you watch enough football, you can just about tell what it is from where the flag's thrown. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Ball's Coach Clark does the, here with his playbook. I said it'll be interesting to see what Coach Clark does with his playbook here and see if he uh, decides to air it out or, or keep the ball on the ground. Looks like Lim Washington, a quarterback. He gives it. He gives it to Edwards. He breaks to the outside, 40. 45 still on his feet, gets down just outside the 40. Hey, gives it to the young freshman. This is a guy that these guys, you know, guys in ABCTLY are going to look at and go, I got four years of this young man. This kid's got great speed. Just another list of running backs in the arsenal for Coach Clark. Washington Edwards are in the backfield. First and 10 Panthers from the 42 of Newton. Again, they give it. No, Wash on a keeper. Big hole up the middle, drags a couple of guys, gets down inside the 25. Well, we say it all the time. You know, we get into to the reserve groups. It's no blessing. I mean, these guys are fresh. They're coming in fresh, and they want to score points. We've seen two great back-to-back runs by the Panthers. Clock's moving. Panthers lead 56-0. They're threatening to score. 
Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside, makes a guy miss, brought down after about six or seven yards. Man, we, you know, we, we said that week one, we saw Edwards in the ball game, and he's got speed. He's going to have to learn to cut the ball up. It, it's hard. You get, you know, these guys like to string out a play, and he's going to have to learn the speed of the game is, is much greater at 6A. De- definitely has speed. Young man is fast. And again, Wash on the keeper gets to the outside, brought down inside the five. And I think they looks like they're going to uh, keep him in bounds. I think I saw him keeping the clock moving, so that would be a plus for uh, Newton. Going to be first and goal, something we've hollered, talked about a lot. First and goal, Panthers. Edwards off tackle. Gets close to the end zone, but not quite in. And that's going to end the first half. Uh, my goodness, Kevin, it's uh, 56-0 Panthers, and uh, they have just they have just dominated this Newton bunch. Well, mercifully for Newton, they were able to get the ball down to the one-yard line. Coach Clark wasn't going to call a timeout or anything, so mercifully for Newton, Panthers drive ends on the one-yard line. Doyle, it's... Uh, you know, from the opening kickoff. I mean, literally the opening kickoff, Newton kicked off to Derby. They were able to take the first first kickoff to the house, and it's uh, they've never looked in the rearview mirror. No, no, they haven't any reason to. My goodness gracious, uh, special teams have scored a couple of touchdowns. Uh, and it's just the offense has just been unstoppable. It, it's it's been it's been something else. Well, and if you're Coach Jacks, you got to. You're you're going in at halftime, and I don't know what you say to your guys. I mean, you you got to keep them fighting. You don't give up. No one gives up in this game, and, and you got to keep these guys ready to go. And you you know that at least you're going to be in a running clock situation. You know that you're going to come out here, and uh, hopefully you can can live to fight another day. Well, yeah, and and he's got a lot. He's got a lot of daubers to get up. Uh, does Coach Jacks? I mean, those, those guys. You could see, like you said more than once, their body language was giving them away. They're they're. Uh, they're having problems tonight with this Panther offense. Where Panthers lead this one 56 to nothing going into the half. And uh, you're listening to Panther football on Live 105, your home of Panther high school football. We'll be back. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788 3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. 
Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Making plans for the special day? Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884 and their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a live 105 in Derby Panther Football. We're back at Panther Stadium where Derby has really demolished Newton 56-0. And, uh, it's just been one of those games where the Panthers could have done no wrong and Newton just Chess couldn't one. get anything going. Okay. It's, it's been quite a, quite a first half. Both Kevin and I are surprised about the score. But, uh, you know, that's the way it is, and that, that's, that's how it's going to have to be. Right now we've got a guest up here. That uh, we'd like to, it's military night, and this is the next military guy, and uh, I think I'm going to turn it over to Kevin, and uh, they're going to visit a little bit. Well, we're, we're very fortunate tonight. Uh, it is military night, and uh, we're fortunate to have a, a derby guy up here, Pat Hill. Uh, Pat, great to have you up here tonight. Hey, thank you, sir. It's a privilege to be here with you guys. 
you know, you might tell us just, I, I know you're in the, you've been in the military. What branch of the military did you serve? I served the United States Army for a great 32 years. Awesome. And I know that uh, we talked just a little bit ago. You played football here at Derby. Talk to us a little bit about that. I did, and it was great. Uh, I played football here in 1981 and 1982. We didn't win a state championship, but it was um, it was a blessing to have my son come on a 2013 team and win one. Absolutely. You know, Pat, we were we were also chatting a little bit about Military Appreciation Night, Derby. I mean, you're, you've been part of that. What does it mean to have a community like Derby that close to you? Let me tell you something, and I'm, I'm trying to be as quickly as possible, is that this is one of the greatest communities in the United States, period. Derby football and the community is something so unique. House, the houses that they have here, the coaches that they have here, the administration that they have here, these Coach Clark and his staff, they go all out to not only give these kids um, a good education, but look at the community, good, clean American community, hardworking Americans, and it means everything to us. And to have you two gentlemen here on the radio for all the years you've done, oh, my goodness, this is the snapshot of what America is. I, we, we appreciate that. Uh, Pat, I mean, again, you, you've been involved with this program. I know I saw you several years ago. I think I was <laughs> emceeing a, a pep rally, and I was impressed. I mean, yes, sir. You, you, you seem to have that leadership availability. You know, what do you see? When you see a Panther football team, what do you think it takes to be a winner? I think what it is is that on Friday Night Lights, people come out here to see a derby football game. It's something like General Patton once said. And, and, and let me digress just for a quick second. America loves a winner, and we won't tolerate a loser. The things that the Coach Clark and the staff gives us for a derby football game on Friday Night Lights, it's just awesome. Um, it, it takes me back to things in the past about country. A lot of these young men and women are going to also give their time and service to this country. So it's, it goes well beyond a football game. And so this community, these kids that Coach Clark tries to instill, they instill an ethos, an ethos of God, country, and service. A derby football game is just awesome. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And we're going to win another state championship. Oh, I, I hear you. And, you know, Pat, I, I can't tell you how much it means. I know Do Doyle's an ex-military guy. And, you know, as a civilian, how much gratitude we have for guys like yourself that have done things for this country and, and, and what that means to us. You are the epitome of what I like to say on the radio at night. We've got listeners that listen all over the country. <laughs> and I always say, once a Panther, always, always a, a Panther. Panther. And that's you, sir. And yes, we sir. thank you for taking time and coming up here tonight. And let me just say one more thing is this. When you, have, when you serve the country and you get on an airplane and you fly 26 aeronautical miles to serve the country to come back, it makes you appreciate this country so much more. And to be able to come back here and see Derby football and to listen to you guys, it's a blessing. Thank you for letting Thank me come you. on your show real quick. God bless you. Go Panthers. Thank you. That was Pat Hill. Uh, extremely <laughs> grateful to have Pat come up here tonight with us and share a little bit of his story and and, you know, all I can think as I sit there and, and see everything tonight is God bless America. Yeah, well, you know, Pat's the next military guy, and this is military night, and that's what made it the best was for him to be able to come up here and, and talk to us a little bit and, and talk country, and uh, he's he sounds like he's a very proud American. Panthers lead this one 56-0. to zero. 
We're going to break away for some commercials. This is Panther Football on Alive 105. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969. Offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dmbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Come, Slabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. 
Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium, where the Panthers lead 56-0. And again, uh, we had a nice interview at, at halftime, a very enthusiastic Panther and an ex-serviceman on Military Appreciation Night. So yeah. Panthers, again, they lead 56-0, which I think Kevin and I are both pretty pretty surprised about that score. Man, I was handed the stats just a few minutes ago. and Not a surprise, really, when you get down to it. Uh, Panthers all over tonight. Uh, in the rushing department, 195 yards. They've held Newton to minus three. Wow. That, that's all you can say is wow. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculously good defense. Passing yardage, 153 for the Panthers, 43 for Newton. Again, uh, total yardage in the first half. Can't be too unhappy if you're Coach Clark and Coach Wietrich. 340 total, or 348 total yards for the Panthers, just 40 for Newton. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure both of them are kind of walking around <laughs> feeling pretty good because well, that, about, that's pretty impressive. How about Grant Adler in the first half? Eight for eight, 153 yards. Doyle, you, you know, we you said it a couple times. I think you said hey, he's three for three. Now he's four for four. He finishes up eight for eight, 153 yards. Mixing the ball around great. Jacob Carsack, three catches for 65. on Walker, three catches for 60. Uh, David Sims, one for 22. Aaron Larson, one for six. That's what we talked about early was how many receivers we have. We haven't seen Reed Liston yet. No, no, he's been in the game. They just haven't hit Reed yet. But, uh, you know, you're right. Uh, we'll, he'll see some action in the second half, I'm sure. In the rushing department, Trey Washington, this guy that didn't even start the ball game tonight, he's got 10 carries for 86 yards. Lim Wash has six carries for 66. Dylan Edwards, three carries for 43. And, you know, you, you put those stats together. And, and you forget about two special teams touchdowns. Uh, we opened the ball game with a, a limb wash kickoff return for a touchdown. And, and you know, that was the really the story of what was going to happen here in the first half. Panthers uh, on top 56 to zero after one half of football. Well, well you're right. You know, uh, you, we didn't think that was going to be the shape of things to come. But uh, limb wash returning that thing like he did uh, 75 yards and, uh, Boom, all of a sudden, Panthers are up 7-0 with uh, 11 seconds gone in the first half. So, you know, it's just been all Panthers. And, uh, you know, these guys are – there was a lot of questions. you got you got to admit, there was a lot of questions coming in for the Panthers. And, and so far through three games, they've answered them all, and I think they've answered them pretty sternly because they've pretty much uh, uh, handled their first two-and-a-half games. They've got they've got guys that are that are uh, uh, warming up, 
going to get some activity in the second half. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a running clock. I, I'm uh, guessing it is with a 56 nothing lead. We're still about a minute, eh, about a minute away from the second half. Both teams are out of the locker room. Uh, they're kind of warming up. You know, they got that obligatory three minute warm up period. So, uh, they're still out. Newton's on their sideline. Panthers still working out pretty hard. And I suspect we'll see a few changes. Well, we'll try and get to some scores. Uh, I know last night there was, uh, I think, Southeast and uh, Wichita North played Southeast, won that ball game 51-38. I think it was a come-behind win for Southeast. Shawnee Mission East, 33. the Northwest, 6. Uh, try and see what other scores we have. Wichita South leads Arc City, 6-0. to zero. That's second quarter. Doyle, you got to granddaughter that plays at Wichita or plays in the band at Wichita South. Yes, I do. She's probably pretty happy right now. Now that could be a Wichita South if they win that ball game, they would have a three and zero record. I don't know when the last time that was. Goddard Eisenhower last night defeated uh, Andover twenty to fourteen. Coach Armstrong def- uh, takes his third loss. Uh, Wichita Northwest fourteen, Great Bend zero, Dodge City seven, Wichita Heights six. That's in the second quarter. That's a game that we might want to keep our eyes on. Mays South seven, Valley Center six, Mays twenty two, Campus six. I think if you're Mays, you got to be paying attention to what's going on here at Derby tonight because you will face us later. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, we're ready to start the second half uh, again. Panthers lead big in this one, fifty six zero. This is Panther football on Live 105, your home, exclusive home for this radio broadcast. Now, if you're Newton, you at least get to start the ball game and set the second half with the football in your hands. Simmons is kicking off again. And uh, back deep, back deep, it it's, uh, looks like Larson, and it looks like Austin Wandra. Back deep. We're probably going to see, I would think we would see the starters. You don't know, though. They've already put up 56 points, so you don't know whether the coach will just rest them in the second half or or just kind of mingle some number twos in. Edson, at about the 15, he gets hit pretty hard about the 20, then falls forward, and he's driven back first down. Oh, Doyle, you know what was interesting is the way they did it here was as soon as the football was set on the tee and the official, he wound the clock. So the clock started before we kicked it. Usually it starts when the receiving guy touches the football, but we're obviously in the running clock situation. It does look like uh, the Panthers have a whole host of new players out on the field. Yeah, I've seen uh, Lindsey is it one of the, at one of the safety spots. 23 yard line. Ramirez is back there with him. There, there's a lot of changes we'll try to identify them for you as as we can. Kenyon Forrest on the keeper, or on the handoff, I guess. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. No gain, first down. Well, and I think Coach Wietrich talked about that earlier tonight, was the fact that, you know, we're bringing in our JV guys, and they're not giving up a lot of yardage. They did that last week. and These guys come in hungry and fresh. Corey Atkins, one of the safeties, or excuse me, one of the corners, Tyler Allen was in on that initial stop. Second down and 10. Check with me on the sidelines. And, yes, we are in a running clock situation. There's 12 seconds on the play clock. Second and 10, Newton. 
Again, they give it to Forrest. He picks up three, maybe four on second down. Uh, you know, you, you, as we said, this is a junior varsity team that's had a lot of success over the years. You see Tyler Allen and some of these guys that they're getting a lot of varsity time. I mean, they're alter, alternating with guys and giving them some breaks. Now they get their chance to come in and make some uh, important play time. Anton Carpenter. He's at the nose now for the Panthers. Newton still trying the hard count against Derby. Third and about six, maybe seven. Back to pass. Smith nearly picked off. Good coverage in there. Looked like it was Morrison. Oh, excuse me. Cole Minton, sophomore, linebacker. And Cole, Cole nearly stepped in front of that ball. That would have been a nice interception. You got the JV unit out there. and What do they do? They force Newton to a four and out. Newton's in a punting situation once again. Back deep for the Panthers is Dylan Edwards along with Deshaun Wright. Ball bounces. Panther just kind of get away from it. It goes dead at about the 40, looks like 48, 49-yard line for the Panthers. Well, Doyle, what's going to be interesting here is to see who comes out. I assume we're going to see Lim Wash still at quarterback. And man, Lim Wash has already done some impressive things tonight. And if he's your, your backup quarterback, these guys got to be looking up going, man, are you kidding me? Wash is going to be the quarterback along with Edwards in the backfield. It, it's pretty much wholesale wholesale number twos for the Panthers. Well, you got Reed listening in the ball game now, so you got some guys that uh, Lim can throw to. Trips to the near side. Wash and Edwards in the backfield. Wash on a keeper, goes straight up the middle, finds a big hole, 35, 30, inside the 30, down at about the 27. Lim Wash is fun to, 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 to watch play football. I mean, this is a kid that will do anything to you. He has great speed. He's got great moves. He's a power runner. He's just, you know, he, if he gets the, his hands on the football, he's looking for the goal line. You're right. He's got all the tools. I mean, he, he can run. He's got finesse. He's got speed. And he'll he'll run over you if you get in his way. And uh, he's, he's just that kind of a young man. He weighs about 180, 85 pounds. And, uh, you know, that's a good size for a high school runner. Yeah, he back. looks physically. He looks good. Bryant's in the game with him now in the backfield. Bryant's about 230. He gets the handoff, gets inside the 20, finally gets brought down at about the 18. Well, Bryant's one of those guys. I mean, he, he's the bulldozer. Right? He, you know, he, He's not going to run around you a whole lot, but he's going to square his shoulder pads, and he's going to rock you. Yeah, I think they list him at about 230. Yeah, that's 5'11", 230, and you know, he's got pretty good speed for a guy his size. He does. He's a junior. He's got another year to play. And as I said, his his name game is let's get the shoulder pad squared up and work downhill. Second one, Wash goes straight up the middle, makes everybody miss, and he's in for a touchdown. Well, Lim Wash is like the, uh, the the ball in the pinball machine. I mean, he's just bouncing all over the place. He gets squared up, and he, and he easily gets into the end zone. Well, it's, uh, it's been a blowout here tonight. We're already up to 62 to nothing. And we still got uh, six minutes, 32 seconds left. Here I heard a guess that Lim Wash just played himself out of the game with that touchdown. And, he, and he, again, he made it look easy. He uh, 
he's he's unbelievable. Well, and, you know, we've got we've got some other quarterbacks without a doubt. I think that I'd heard the other day that uh, one of our guys, uh, uh, Hamlin, uh, Conley Hamlin, had uh, sustained an injury that uh, hopefully he'll battle back from. I know the coaches said, you know, you, they you hate seeing those kind of injuries, but uh, let's hope that uh, Conley gets back in the in the season. Extra points, good. So it's now 63-0. Yeah, we're looking maybe at seeing Mercer Thatcher the next time the Panthers have the football. He's he's there. Unless he's injured, he's one of their backup quarterbacks. He's just a sophomore as well. Yeah, so, you know, Dylan, we're, we're way from the, you know, every game you, you play, you want to be win by 13 points. Yeah. I know we look at that, and that, that all has to do with the how, where you're ranked at in the state. And as we saw last year, I think by a point, we ended up with home field advantage throughout the whole season, and and that's a big deal. And tonight's ball game that was figured out uh, within, I think, early in the first quarter. Yeah, the Panthers. Uh, they, you know, it's nice. It'd be nice to win them all, but it'd be nice to win them all in the regular season. But but by thirteen would be even better, and that's that's how we was the number one seed. Is the activities association don't make it too difficult. It's you know if you're undefeated and you got the most points, you're number one. Well, and, and, and a win like tonight, you're up 63. You don't get plus 63. You get 13. Yeah. So that's uh, where we're at. And we're in a running clock situation. Uh, the last touchdown was scored by the uh, junior varsity guys. So, you know, we do things right here in Durban. Kick was taken at about the five. The guy did a, did a good job getting out to about the 25-yard line. That's where Newton will have it start this possession. 63-0, Panthers lead with 5-20 and counting in the third quarter. You know, we, we talked to Coach Clark a lot about those extra games in the season when you get to the playoffs and how, how much difference that makes. Well, it makes a lot of difference when you, you – how many starters are we seeing tonight that played a lot of JV last year? And so these type situations prepare you for later on in the season or the following year. And, and uh, these kids practice hard. I mean, they, they help the ones get better, and it's great to see them on Friday nights out here playing. Pass is caught out in the flat, makes a couple Panthers miss, finally drugged down by Ryan Carter after a nice game. Right, and you can see the, the difference in just the, the maturity of these guys. I mean, you know, when you get into the to the younger classes, they're, they're not quite built like the Seth Smiths and the Jack Heilmans and, and, and that likes, but, you know, they're out here battling and uh, doing a great job. First and 10 from the 45-yard line of Newton. Quick pass out in the flat. Caught. Made one of our guys miss. And he was brought down, looked like by Case Lindsay. What you don't see here is, you know, you see those guys, the Grand Adlers and the Washingtons and all that, they're still focused in the game. They're standing out there helping these guys that help them every every week. And, and that's what you got to like. That's that's team. They're, they're, they're coaching up the other guys, the offense, the starting offense, coaching up the secondary team offense. No game by Forrest. Knocked down hard by Caden Brown. Helped with, uh, looked like Trevor Hansen. Well, I think he's just a 5'11", 180-pound junior. Third and about three for Newton. 
Quick pass to the flat, complete. Gets drugged down inside the Panther 40 at about the 37. Well, Newton, Newton moves the sticks, but more importantly, I think this may be the first time tonight they've crossed midfield. They're, they've got the ball resting on about the Panther 38-yard line. Coming off the field with a slight limp. Looks like Tyler Allen. Back to pass. Goes Smith. Now he pulls it down, takes off, and runs. Going to pick up close to 10 on first down. Now Smith's able to pull it down and uh, and scramble and get some yardage, but well, you, you can tell these guys are gun-shy. I mean, Smith was getting ready to get tackled. He kind of was cowering, and, and uh, that probably kept him from getting a first down. Now, Case Lindsay on the stop is going to be second and about one. Ball's on inside the Panthers' 30 at about the 29. Clock will be under two minutes to go in the third when this play's underway. Back to pass goes Smith. Deep ball, just overthrown, intended for Joshua Edson. Now, nearly, nearly a one-handed grab, uh, which he still wouldn't have got into the end zone. He'd have probably fallen on, on about the two- or three-yard line. Third down. Lindsey was in on the coverage on the play. Third down and about a yard to go for Newton. This is their deepest penetration of the night. Panthers up playing a little press coverage on the near side. That's third and very short. We haven't said that very many times for Newton. They give it to Forrest. He breaks through the main body and gets inside the 20 down to about the 16. So Newton threatening with under a minute to go in the third quarter. Ryan Carter finally drags him down uh, to stop a touchdown. 17-yard line, 16-yard line. Said we're in a running clock situation here, so it's been a very quick third quarter. See if these kids bow their neck here, slow Newton down a little bit. Again, they give it to Forrest. He gets a pretty good opening and picks up five or six on first down. Well, and you, you can talk to Coach Wietrich. You can talk to any of these defensive guys. They don't like to give up points. They don't care that they're up 63-0. They don't want to see 63-6 or 63-7. It's going to be second and five on about the 11-yard line. Looks I like do see clock. Mercer Thatcher warming up on the sideline, so we expect to see him come into the ball game. That's going to end the third quarter. Panthers lead 63-0. This is Panther football. On a live 105, we'll be back. Hello, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the weekend top 20 countdown. This weekend, Francesca Battistelli stops by to tell us something surprising about herself. If you're feeling discouraged this week, well, hang in there. Jeremy Camp has an encouraging word for you. And Mark Hall from Casting Crowns opens up on some surprises in marriage. We'll give you a chance to win Big Daddy Weave's new CD when the light comes and hear future hits from David Leonard and Matthew West. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. 
vehicles and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. This week, Sheila Walsh tells us what Christian music is like in the UK. David Huff of David and the Giants reveals details about his childhood. And Jeff Moore looks back at the 1996 Summer Olympics. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian music's past on Christian Music Rewind. This Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. We're back at Panther Stadium where they lead 63-0. We're starting the fourth quarter. Newton has it. Second and five. And the ball is incomplete. It looked like it was caught, and one of the Panthers came up and knocked it out of the receiver's hand. Well, I, I thought that, too. I thought, man, we're going to end up with them down on our one- or two-yard line, but Panthers are able to punch the ball out, and it's going to bring up a third down for Newton. Third and if and you five. just joined us and, you, and you, you've been asleep or you've been somewhere, it's been all derby tonight. Panthers lead this ball game 63 to nothing. We've been in a running clock situation since half. And uh, we've got about 11 minutes left in this one. Smith and Forrest still in the backfield. There is a play stoppage. Newton called a timeout with just under 11 minutes to go in the ball game. Again, they trail 63-0. Like Kevin said, it's just been total domination by the Panthers and uh, – you know, I'm I'm somewhat surprised that we put 56 up in the first half. Well, no question about it. At this juncture of the ball game, what you got to like is, you know, it's a big night here in Derby. Tons of people came out for the ball game. The weather's perfect, and military appreciation night's a big deal. And you you come out to support your team, and and I I think there's some people with two away games, and those away games were a long ways away. Garden City and Salina. This is the first opportunity they're really seeing these guys in person, and Panthers. Uh, have really arose to the occasion. Well, I know it's all started up front with the offensive line, Con Vickers, Con's little brother, Eisenhower, and uh, Key. And, and that's that's where it's all started. Forrest on a keeper or on a handoff, he's going to get a first down inside the five-yard line. So by far the deepest penetration of the evening for Newton uh, as they've got the ball inside the red zone and uh, clock continues to run here, it will be a first and goal. Ball's on about the three, it looks like. Again, Smith and Forrest are in the backfield. They show a little motion. They're tied in. And we've got a play stoppage. It looks like 30-second timeout by Newton. Well, and I think what they're doing, I mean, you're down here. We talk about you want a little bit of success. You want to build off something going into next week. And They've used two timeouts here. You know, the clock runs. I mean, now it stops because they've used an official timeout. But you want to put points on the board. You want to see something. At least you can go into Monday's practice and say, guys, you know, and maybe they're smart enough. They're going, come on, coach. This was their third, their threes. But you got to say, hey, we have finally executed. We moved the ball. We we did some things right. Well, I, I think to me the the biggest thing that you dwell on is is get your heads up. You keep trying. You don't give up. And and really, you know, they 
their body language was pretty bad in the first half, but here in the second half, they seem to be a little more enthused and and uh, they're getting after things. Yeah, it teaches you adversity. Again, the balls on balls the ground. Loose. Panthers might have. They and do. They Panthers did. come out with it. Wow. You know, what a, what a stand by this young defensive group for the Panthers as they're able to stop Newton from getting in the end zone. You know, if you're Newton, man, you, you're just looking at it going, man, when's this nightmare going to end? Corey Aikens on the recovery for the Panthers. There's a pretty hard hit just short of the goal line, and the ball popped out of uh, the, the running back for us, popped out of his grasp, and the Panthers were able to jump on it. So, my goodness gracious, uh, Newton nearly puts one in, and Panthers thwart him inside the five-yard line. You know, Doyle, you, you watch the Panther sideline. You just look at the kids. You look at the coaching staff. You, you see things out of there that is a signs of a successful program. I mean, it's just a machine that's uh, well-oiled. They're, they're so far into the other end of the field. It, it looks like it might be. It might be. I'm just guessing Mercer Thatcher is the quarterback. They hand it off straight up the middle. I'm not real sure. I'm who sure got that's the probably ball. Dylan Edwards. It I was imagine. Dylan Edwards on the carry. Well, Dale, Dylan got got us from about the the six inch line, and he takes the ball out to almost the nine. So it's eleven yard a, line. Excuse me. Going to be a second and one. So that that got us where we can at least breathe. And I think it is Thatcher at, at quarterback now. Well, Edwards is one of those kids. You, you give him a little crease, he's going to be gone. He is. Very fast. They give it to him again. He makes a guy miss, gets to the outside, makes another guy miss. Now he's up the sideline. He gets out to about close to the 25. As I said, you've got Newton guys that have been on the field a lot. I mean, they've been on the field. There, it's, it's a warm night out here, pretty humid, and you bring in guys like Dylan that just you know he's full of spunk. I mean, he's he's been on the sidelines. He's like, get me the football and. You know, he's, he's got us back out to the 25-yard line in two carries. Going to be first and 10 from there. Clock moving under under 7.50 to go in the ballgame. Again, Panthers lead this one 63-0. Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside again, still on his feet. Going to pick up 10 on first down or close to 10. And I understand this is a fresh I mean, this is a guy that, you know, you just don't see freshmen playing a, a whole lot in 6A football, particularly at Derby High. And this kid, uh, he's going to have a great career here. Well, especially a freshman. And, and he's really not that big. Like I, 150 maybe, you know. And, maybe. But he's very fast and tough. He's taken some big hits in the couple, three games he's played in. And uh, he's bounced right back up. They give it to him again. This time he gets caught in the backfield. Going to lose about three on second down. As, as we talk about all the time, you look down at our, our coaches don't quit coaching, and that's something we like. We look down there, and they're they're still working the, the, the kids. You have to. That's your future. That's your guys you're going to have playing on Friday nights, uh, you know, for the next, in Edwards' case, the next four years. Yeah, he's uh, he lost his shoe, so he had to come out of the game. Bryant's back in now. Again, Bryant, that's that's going from one extreme to the other, from about 140 to 230. And, uh, you know, Bryant's pretty fast. On a keeper, 
Thatcher. He's going to pick up a couple, maybe three. It's going to be fourth down and, oh, maybe three, four yards to go for the Panthers. And with the running clock situation, you know, it's one of those deals that if you're Coach Clark, you'd like to pick up enough yardage for the first down and, and uh, maybe end up running the ball, uh, running the clock out while you have the possession of the football. Fourth and about two, it looks like the Panthers are going for it with under six minutes to go in the ball game. Again, they lead 63-0. Pretty comfortable lead for the Panthers. And there's a little bit of motion of one of the slot receivers. It's going to be on the Panthers. That'll back it up five yards, so it's going to be fourth and seven. And it's uh, that, ma- that makes fourth down a little bit longer, but uh, on, on the flip side of it for Newton, it's going to take another 30, 35 seconds off the clock. Yeah, I think it looks like Panthers are going to go for it. They haven't showed they haven't showed their uh, punt team on the field yet. Yeah, it's tough sometimes to get a. Uh, I mean, some of these guys that play JV and varsity, they've already taken off arm pads and all that. So you you got to kind of worry. Hey, can I get a punt team assimilated quick enough? Five minutes to go in the game. Sixty-three-zero, Derby. Newton's showing some activity with their linebackers, showing a little blitzing. Panthers look like they're just going to let the clock run out, and they did. I don't know whether Coach Clark called a timeout. They're just going to take the delay a game penalty and bring on the punt team. And I look out at that punt team, and you're trying to see what kids there are. There's a bunch of varsity kids that are going to have to trot out there and get on the punt team. We'll see who punts. It's not Adler. I can't pick up a number that that, that jersey. Kind of looked like Luke Stewart, but again, he's he's turned sideways to us, so I can't see who it is. That, that's who I thought it was initially. Was Luke Stewart? Good snap. Not a bad punt. Going to take a Newton bounce. Be dead at about the Panther forty-nine yard line. So Panthers dodged a bullet. Uh, they kept Newton out of the end zone on that last drive. And, Stopped it on a, on about the six inch line, and offense was able to get the ball. They've uh, hunted it out now. We're we're uh, out close to midfield, so we'll see what uh, this young group can do here. It looks like Newton's brought in several uh, reserves as well. You got a different running back back there. I can't pick up a number. He looks like he's about the size of our uh, Edwards. Back to pass goes Smith. Overthrew his intended receiver. Pretty good coverage out there by the Panthers. Yeah, pretty good coverage out there, and I think the officials probably let one go. They had a couple of receivers that looked like they broke downfield pretty quick. But when you're uh, in a ball game like this, I think there's a point where you, you know, there's no sense in calling penalties unless it's a, a very blatant penalty. Well, we don't have the guy in the backfield. For Newton, we don't have his number. Pass caught out of bounds at, oh, just short, right around short of the first down marker at about the 40. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the guy in the backfield, we don't have a number for, but I, I think Edwards has got him by about 20. Back to pass goes Smith. Now he Pulls it down and takes off running. Boy, did he get lit up. I don't know who it was that hit him, but one of our guys just torpedoed him. 
Hey, which you, you gotta you gotta love. Kept him kept him short of the first down. Two minutes left in the game. In a game the Panthers have dominated since the opening kickoff, 63-0. Well, that was Corey Aiken I heard on the last tackle, and you're right. It was a, it was a torpedo hit. And the guy we don't have the number goes straight up the middle and gets a pretty good gain. I'm figuring he's probably a freshman. Well, yeah, and I'm with you, and he's getting up pretty slow. I think his buddies are going, man, get up, man. We don't, wanna, we don't need a clock stoppage for you. But he's, he's shook it up pretty good, and, and I, I'm going to have to say you're probably right. He's a freshman, and I, I, I would be surprised if that young man goes 135. First and 10, Newton on the Panther 26. Back to pass goes Smith, heading for the end zone. Caught. Looked like it was on the catch. It looked like it was Gavin Cusick. Yeah, it was a nice pitch and catch out there that time, and and. Kansi catches the ball for the first score of the night for Newton. Panthers, you know, they had pretty good coverage out there. It's just It was just a perfectly thrown ball, and uh, the receiver was right there. Extra point attempt. Don't have his number either. And it was good, so with the running clock going, we – don't even have to kick off if they're going to keep the clock. Up. Now they stopped it. I'm going to say the Panthers wouldn't even. It'd take 35 seconds just to just to get both teams out there for the kickoff. <laughs> and now they're winding the clock. I was going to say Coach Clark's looking down there, going, you know, I think he was ready to head to midfield, and I, I think he looked at the white cap and said, "Really?" And so, you know, there's no sense in it at, at that point. So Derby's going to squeak by tonight, 63 to seven. Well, it, it was it was just a, a total domination by the Panther defense and the offense. And, uh, you know, Newton put up a good fight, but it just wasn't their night. That's that's for sure. Well, and early, early in the ball game, like I said, opening kickoff, and I think we scored, you know, we, we found out how uh, how fast Lim Wash is. I think the, the, the total time was 11 seconds to get into the end zone for the Panthers tonight. From there, it was just uh, – Katie bar the doors because uh, the Panthers put on a, a scoring show tonight. Yeah, it, it was it was all Derby. Like I said, eleven seconds. We were ahead seven zero, and it was just that way the rest of the way. It was a running clock in the whole second half. I mean, here it is, only about uh, eight fifty five, and and the game is over because of the running clock. But you know, it's a good mercy rule is a good thing because you know it, it just. Delays the inevitable, I guess, and, and so well, it's not a bad rule. Mercy, mercy rule, mercifully. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. I mean, you know, if you're not, you're still sitting here probably in the third quarter, and it just things get ugly, and there's no sense in it. Uh, you know, I, I, Coach Clark's got uh, great respect for all these coaches he plays against, and, and uh, you see a class act out here at Derby. I, I seen Coach Jacks walking through the line. He, he congratulated every one of the Derby players. He walked completely through the line. And, and tapped him on the shoulder, hit him on the helmet. He congratulated everybody. I thought that was pretty cool to have the opposition coach do that. Well, so. I think I think one of the important things you take out of tonight is I, I don't recall seeing any injured players. So, you know, you got to think, okay, I'm going in healthy, going to a Bishop Carroll game next week. Hopefully Kevin Washington is having a chance to heal up. And, you know, kind of neat now that the, the – uh, 
Panthers go down to where the band is. The band now is positioned in the north end zone, and they go down for the fight song. And uh, again, everything about Derby football is uh, is is a bright spot. Well, yeah, it is, and and, and that all co- comes from the head coach. I think. I mean, he, he he's the one that sets this up, and you know, he's probably he's probably telling you that's what you will do. You will go down there. And, you know, participate with the student body. And, I mean, that's what this is all about is for, for the student body anyway. So, you know, the Panthers, they, again, they come away winning big 63-7 on, on a fairly nice night. And, uh, you know, it, it's it just it's just one of those unfortunate nights. They, they ran into a juggernaut in the Panthers, Newton did. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it was just one of those nights for them. And the Panthers are going to go 3-0 and when Carroll comes to town next week this has been panther football we're going to break away for some commercials we'll be back kdkq lp derby wichita 105.9 fm and worldwide at alive 105kdkq.com we'd like to thank derby junior football for their support of derby panther football on alive 105kdkq derby junior football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive fun and a key component of a child's education the derby junior football organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character you can learn more about the derby junior football program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500 you can also find them on facebook and on the web you'll bring derby home every week with the derby informer celebrating 20 years as derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all derby high school athletics and activities if it's derby news you'll know it I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Amy Grant shares about making a difference wherever you are. We're walking into the back of the rehearsal hall, and a gentleman that looks a little bit scruffy with about a five-year-old girl walks up. And I pulled out that little sack and went, I put this together for you. I just didn't know who you were. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday, 6 to noon, and weekday mornings, 6 to 9, on Alive 105. Sean Michaels and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. This week, Sheila Walsh tells us what Christian music is like in the UK. David Huff of David and the Giants reveals details about his childhood. And Jeff Moore looks back at the 1996 Summer Olympics. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian music's past on Christian Music Rewind. This Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week, it's all about the hymns, songs that we've been singing together for generations, done in a new way, in modern styles, by churches and worship leaders around the world. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's very special hymns edition of Worship. Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Friends and neighbors, it's time once again to rock out. Join me this weekend for not just another two hours of classics from the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s, but Christian rock classics. 
That's going to include music from Larry Norman, Petra, Striper, Whiteheart, Phil Kagey, many more. Christian rock classics this weekend on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hello, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. This weekend, Francesca Battistelli stops by to tell us something surprising about herself. If you're feeling discouraged this week, well, hang in there. Jeremy Camp has an encouraging word for you. And Mark Hall from Casting Crowns opens up on some surprises in marriage. We'll give you a chance to win Big Daddy Weave's new CD, When the Light Comes, and hear future hits from David Leonard and Matthew West. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. And we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby knocks off Newton to go 3-0, 63-7 in, in a ball game that was, there was no doubt who was going to win, it seemed like, 11 seconds into the ball game. Yeah, and I, and it, I said, I would have never guessed a, a score like this. I, mean, I wouldn't have guessed the score to be as out of control as it was at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get into our... Uh, final stats for tonight's ball game that was dominated by the Panthers uh, and kind of misconceived, I mean, when you really think about it because Panthers didn't do a whole lot in the second half uh, on purpose. Uh, in the rushing department, Panthers uh, 278 yards on the ground tonight while holding Newton to just 49. In the air, uh, as we said, Mr. Adler was perfect on the night, 8 for 8, 153 yards. Newton, 115 yards in the air. Doyle, and a lot of that came late in the ball game against some of our reserves. Total yardage for the Panthers tonight, 431 yards. Newton, 164. Again, I don't think Coach Wietrich can be too upset about that. No, no, I, I don't either. And, and we'll talk to him next week throughout the week, and, and we can grill him on it. But I, I think you're right. He's not going to be too upset with that. Well, Panthers didn't have very many third-down conversions they had to go for. They were 50% at one for two. On, uh, conversely, Newton, three for 14 on third down. I mean, that kind of tells what how rough a night it was. For the Panthers again tonight, Grant Adler, eight for eight, 153 yards. On the receiving end, Jacob Karsak, three catches for 65 yards. Kavion Walker, three catches for 60. David Sims, one catch for 22. And Aaron Larson, one catch for six. Again, 153 yards on a perfect night for Grant Adler. Yeah, and and here, here's the other side of that. I, I'm watching Grant Adler, and he's very relaxed. He's surveying the field. I mean, he looks really good so far this year. Well, Grant Adler's a veteran guy. I mean, he, he not only can, as we saw in week one, he can put up a lot of yardage and read the option very well, but we've seen the last two weeks him throwing the ball very accurately, which is good going on into the season. In the rush, in the rushing department, Lem Wash eight touches tonight for 109 yards. Trey Washington in limited action, ten carries for 86. Dylan Edwards, the young freshman, seven carries for 73. Zach Bryant one carry for eight. And Mercer Thatcher one carry for two yards. Again, for the Panthers tonight, 431 total yards of offense on a night capped off. Uh, you know, really summed up in the first 11 seconds of the ball game on a kickoff return. Another return on special teams. So, Coach Clark, you got to be going in, going. I don't know what I can complain about. You, I have to find something because you got Bishop Carroll next week for homecoming. But the big, big, big deal tonight: Panthers win 63 to seven. That that is always the big deal. 63 to seven here at Panther Stadium. Next week we'll be back at Panther Stadium, and we'll take on the Bishop Carroll. Golden Eagles 
This has been Panther Football on a live 105, KDKQ 105.9 on your FM radio station. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Positively Uplifting, Alive 105.